Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. From the high desert in the great American Southwest, I bid you all good evening, good morning, or in some cases, good afternoon. <laughs> and welcome to another edition of Coast to Coast AM Live Talk Radio throughout the nighttime. And boy, have we got a lot to talk about tonight, but I've got something special for you first. Madman Bob, who uh, went ahead and went to Taiwan, is now in Taipei, in Taiwan, and he's on my telephone. So, as I told you I might do, um, we're going to bring Bob up and uh, say I think it would probably be good afternoon to him in Taipei. Uh, is it, would that be right, Bob? Is it afternoon there? That's correct, Art. It's afternoon. It's tomorrow, too. It's tomorrow. So, uh, it's, it's very interesting. It's, it's Thursday here. Uh, so it's the afternoon of Thursday at about what time? Oh, it's about, uh, uh, looks, uh, five after three. <laughs> yeah, p.m. <laughs> Late afternoon, huh? Well, Bob... Yeah, that- yeah, okay, we've got a little bit of a delay here, so we're going to have to kind of work with that. It's, uh, it's, it's really, really good to hear your voice and to hear that you are safe. What is going on in Taiwan? Well, right now I think there's a general sense of uh, relief. Uh, uh, China has really, it, uh, their, their move at the, the military actions really backfired on them. Uh, the President Lee, who got elected, uh, was uh, they had four candidates and he took a 54% uh, margin, which is could be de- that's only could be considered a landslide victory, and a mandate that uh, China is going to have to back down on their tactics uh, and uh, treat t- uh, Taiwan a little bit different. So it's, uh, it's it, I think everybody here is quite happy about that. Uh, it's a very complex situation, which is not over and will be fodder for the the news for a long time to come. Very good. Well, you, I, I understand that you're actually at the Sanjin, um, I guess, group of factories. It's not just one factory, but there are many factories there, and you've been getting the grand tour. Is that right? Oh, I got to see uh, an 818 uh, CS made from uh, start to finish, from the acquisition of all the little parts and uh, <clears throat> the incredible machinery they have to, uh, you know, to insert some of the surface mount parts onto the circuit board and watch them through, believe it or not, 25 quality uh, testing steps before it went to the quality assurance. So I was, uh, to, to say the least, very impressed with uh, what I've seen here. Tell everybody what you told me about uh, then quality assurance or quality control where they literally beat some of them to death. Oh, uh, It was amazing. They, had, uh, uh, they have a, a, a choice group for their average uh, tenure here is 10 years. And they went ahead and uh, they pull, I believe, something like 32 out of 100. And they go through and inspect it, uh, not only with a fine tooth comb, uh, but it gets to the point where they're banging the radios. They take them apart, test them. Uh, there are so many oscilloscopes and uh, uh, frequency meters here to check to make sure that everything's tuned up perfectly. And uh, the, the quality assurance group has the ability to, to pull everything back until the, the product's right. 
It's really professionally made from top to bottom. Unbelievable. So, in other words, they do to the radios uh, over there uh, even a more a rougher treatment, really, than uh, the average consumer would would foist on it. Well, yes, they have uh, uh, un just uh, the quality assurance program they have here is I I can't believe uh, uh, how high a level they have attained here. I really can't believe it. All right, are you managing to party in between uh, factory tours? Well, we've been partying. It's it's uh, huh. it's quite interesting to talk to uh, uh, the owner Sonny and uh, Kevin uh, followed us over here from uh, San Gene America too. So they've been treating us to uh, uh, some wonderful. Uh, uh, we went to a wonderful temple today that was uh, literally hand carved. The whole the whole piece was and uh, Mongolian barbecues. <laughs> some really different things. We haven't had uh, snake yet. They promised me we'll have snake. Snake. Oh, uh, well, I, after uh, after Bangkok, I wouldn't be surprised, but you would eat a snake. <laughs> we, we never did. We never did quite figure out what you ate in Bangkok. <laughs> well, I think I did, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> roof, roof. Um, all right. Uh, now, listen. What is your itinerary from Taiwan? Where do you go? Oh, tomorrow we're going to tour the other side of the island. Uh, we have a smaller plane to fly over there with. We'll stay there two nights, come back, and then we're going to go to uh, Hong Kong and uh, stay overnight there briefly. And then we're off to Red China to see the factory in uh, Red China, which is a totally different uh, type of thing, which you might guess. Uh, they don't use all the modern equipment, and uh, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what we have here. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, I hope you manage to get some good vacation into the middle of all this, Bob. Well, I think at the end we're going to somehow land in Singapore, so that'll be uh, that's going to be for me and Sue. So we'll we'll do that for a few days, and that's that's our vacation this year. We're, we're looking forward to that. All right. Well, and we're, then remember, you've got another vacation. It's not your only vacation this year. You're going to Scandinavia with us. Remember. That's right. I I have such a horrible life this year. I, I've always wanted to travel, boy. I'm getting. <laughs> All right, my friend, take care of yourself, and we will be talking to you. Okay, that sounds good. And all, by the way, since it's tomorrow, I can, already, I can do a prediction uh, for you. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> Have a good one, Bob. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye. That's Bob C. Crane in Taipei, Taiwan. And I'm sort of jealous. <laughs> be a lot of fun to be there. But uh, now, I guess they can only do that kind of a thing from a factory. That's amazing. The new version of the Coast to Coast AM app is here, now available for Android as well as iPhone. For Coast Insiders, it offers the ability to download the most recent shows so you can listen to them at your leisure. The new app also has listen live and streaming features, plus recaps, contacts, and upcoming show info. Coast Insiders with Android System 4.0 and above or iPhone. Check out our new app at the Google Play or iTunes stores or link from the Coast website. Looking for the truth? You'll find it on Coast to Coast AM. You know, in the days of our parents, they never would have questioned government. Nowadays, people are beginning to say, you know what, something's wrong. I'm not happy with this. I mean, what's going on here? Why are they so obsessed with trying to control us? Well, I personally think there are tremendous numbers of people out there who know they're not being told the truth, and no one is talking to us, so we need to help each other. Coast to Coast AM sure sounds great in the middle of the night. 
But you know, you don't have to be nocturnal to enjoy this amazing show. The Coast Insider is your key to a normal life. For 15 cents a day, you can wake up refreshed knowing that last night's show is waiting for you with podcasting. Listen on your way to work and again on the way home. Or listen to one of over a thousand archived shows from the past three years. As a member, you'll have access to our monthly live chat sessions with George Nouri and special guests. The Coast Insiders Club is a must-have feature for all Coast to Coast AM listeners. Visit coasttocoastam.com to sign up today. You'll sleep like a baby, knowing you'll never miss your favorite guests and topics ever again. Remember, a one-year subscription comes out to only 15 cents a day. Sign up today at coasttocoastam.com. Get a new view of the world with Coast to Coast AM. First of all, I want to just thank you for bringing everyone out here to Cornucopia of just phenomenal knowledge. I don't know of anyone else that I've ever listened to in radio that just fills my brain and stimulates me. But, you know, I was listening to the show, and I thought to myself, do you think, George, the common citizen such as you or I really has any hope towards the future of any privacy or anything else? I think we do. I think eventually so many people will see the light, see what you see, see what I see, that eventually they're going to say enough is enough. And I think that we do have a future, and we're going to win in the long run. It's going to be bumpy along the way. It's not going to be easy, but we will get there. That's my take, and you know what? As long as I can continue on the airwaves and tell people this, I shall. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. Last night, we devoted, uh, I would say, the greater part of the entire program to what's going on in Montana. And incredibly, it has moved to the top of the news calendar today with a vengeance. As a matter of fact, NBC did the first 10 or 12 minutes of their entire evening newscast on the standoff now in Montana. It consumed the first good ten minutes, and, and here's why. Let me quote NBC in their evening news. Quote, tonight the standoff between federal agents and a militia group. Check that out. A militia group called the Freemen continues. And today an NBC camera crew was caught in the middle. What appeared to be members of that militia confiscated a camera and videotape at gunpoint. Nobody was hurt, but the situation, which has been festering for months, is moving to a new and possibly more dangerous level. The freemen are heavily armed and outspoken about their hatred for all recognized legal forms of authority, local, state, and federal, end quote. Uh, NBC suggested the Freemen had some pretty hefty shotguns with them, and their words appeared prepared to use them. NBC reports the following. This will clear something up. Ten to twelve people are believed to be inside the compound 
including, they believe, women and children. I repeat, including, according to NBC, uh, women and children. Tonight, or beginning this last evening, there began to be what are called rolling roadblocks. Now, that's, I guess, not where they, uh, you know, throw something up across the road and stop you. It's where they roll up behind you, I suppose, and tell you you ought not be there. However, cars have been seen driving by. Local residents in Montana, in the area, are divided, but the great majority seem very happy that the FBI is finally there and prepared to do something. Now, the free men have been creating, according to NBC, havoc for two years. The local prosecutor there, believe this or not, has been threatened, including a million-dollar bounty, if somebody will bring him in to the free men for trial on their property, in what they consider to be their sovereign nation, I guess, within a nation. It is not known yet whether negotiations with the FBI have begun. They've got a sign uh, up at the edge of their property that says, Justice Township. And then there's a little picture of a hangman's noose there. And it says, No trespassing. This means you. There is presently a news blackout over the whole thing. Janet Reno says the FBI will not storm the compound, but will wait them out. Now, this is the same language that I recall prior to Waco. We'll wait, I think the guy said, the FBI spokesman on the scene, till hell freezes over. Is that what he said? And I thought they were going to, but as you recall, they didn't. Now, Montana, Montana Senator, uh, I believe it's Max uh, Brockus, Brockus uh, was on NBC and interviewed, and he said, look, these are very dangerous men. And frankly, I'm glad, and the people in the area are glad, that the FBI is there and beginning to take charge. Now, they asked the senator whether Montanans have been too indulgent of this activity. And I would ask you in Montana the same question. Do you think that uh, the Montanans, people in the area, have been too indulgent, allowing all of this to go on for too long, unchecked? Now, NBC repeatedly used the phrase or the word militia. It was my clear understanding that this was not a militia, that the free men, so-called, are a, at best a splinter group, uh, may have been in a militia at one time, but are not a militia. Now, maybe NBC used that word because they lacked any other to describe the free men. I don't know. Or maybe they are a militia, and I was unaware. My guess is they are not, should not be called a militia, and NBC had it wrong. But that's just my guess. Now, I have lots of questions. The first is, bearing in mind there are women and children reportedly there, 
And I said that the other night. Somebody called up and said, no, why don't you get your facts straight? There are no women and children. Well, NBC says they are, but that doesn't mean there are. But we have reports there are. So I think you almost have to assume, until you know otherwise, that there would be women and children there. Now, if there are, this certainly bears, I think, on how most people would judge the situation ought to be handled. And I would really, really like to know from you in Montana and elsewhere how you think this one ought to be handled. Now, the freemen are claiming a great deal of support. In other words, that there are a lot of people out there that are going to rush to their aid. I haven't heard that yet. However, if the federal authorities are going to do as they say and wait until essentially hell freezes over once again, they didn't say hell freezing over, but said they will wait, it seems to me very likely that the situation is going to become infinitely more dangerous because inevitably even if the mainstream militias do not come to their aid there's plenty of all those hot dogs that I've talked to you about on the fringe or outside militias or militia wannabes or militia claim to bees or people that are in fact going to uh, grab guns and go to their aid now that will occur as more time and publicity ensues. And now that it's broken nationally, I mean, you take the first quarter of a, a national newscast and devote it to this and say it's coming to a head, and even if it wasn't, it will. So what do you think about waiting? In other words, as you consider how you're going to handle this, you've got to factor in that wait. Yes, women and children, yes, wait. But on the other hand, if you begin to get information, as we heard, you remember the, the congressional hearings on Waco? They said there that one factor that caused them to move, if you recall, was that they had word that other militias, or that militias and groups, were headed down toward Waco. And that is what caused them to move. Is there justification in your mind for these actions, the ones being taken now by the FBI? And yes, I would like to hear from people in Montana. And in a lot of ways, I feel very uh, sorry for the people in Montana that they have to suffer uh, the reputation that's no doubt going to be uh, enhanced or foisted off upon them as a result of the, the standoff that is now occurring up there. And for some time, Montana, for a long time, Montana, Idaho, um, even my state, uh, uh, to some degree, Nevada, have all suffered uh, a kind of a reputation of uh, lots of uh, fatigue-clad gun nut types that are running around claiming uh, autonomy and sovereignty and the federal government can't come here, can't do that, can't do this. And we've been regarded as kind of rebellious, I suppose, and Montana right now is going to certainly suffer um, that uh, reputation. I wonder how people in Montana feel about it. And so I'm going to open my line, my west of the Rockies line, to people in Montana. No. Are you glad the FBI is there? Now, you see, that's the image 
the media, the national media right now is painting that the people of Montana and uh, the area surrounding Justice, J-U-S-T-U-S Township, are pleased uh, the FBI is finally taking some action, and I thought it might be entirely worthwhile to actually take a, sort of a survey of the people involved uh, right there in Montana and find out if you guys are glad and gals. I've got some more I can tell you about uh, the Freemen, and I will in a moment. We're at the bottom of the hour, so here we shall pause and invite Montana callers only. This is Premier Networks. That was Art Bell hosting Coast to Coast AM on this Somewhere in Time. take you back to the past on Art Bell Somewhere in Time. Howdy, everybody. Good to be here. We're going to no doubt talk about the Freeman in Montana. It's turning into a suddenly very large story. Listen, um, a side note before we get into things here. Um, there is a new Vidian demo up. As you know, Bob Crane's been doing a Vidian demo. I'm doing a Vidian demo. And now the man who runs my bulletin board, John here in Pahrump, is also doing a Vidian demo, and it's up and running 24 hours a day now, and I'm going to give you the phone number. So if you've got the Vidian program, I mean, obviously, the only only reason to call this number is if you've got the Vidian program. Otherwise, uh, it's going to be meaningless and a waste of money. But if you've got the Vidian demo program and you want to see yet a third demo, it's kind of neat because John has his camera focused on the bulletin board system. With respect to the ongoing topic art, from your board op at 1120 KBNW, Eugene, 
These people who think they shouldn't have to pay taxes are crazy. We have the best military in the world. We pay less in taxes than other countries that have less security. We don't pay taxes on the use of our TV. We don't pay taxes on the use of our garden hoses. We don't pay tax for every screen we have on our windows. In summary, if these men don't want to pay taxes, they don't deserve to live in the best and most secure country in the world. Love it. Pay your dues or get out. Darren. That actually uh, came through uh, last night as a flood of faxes on this topic have uh, all day long. Now, uh, to Montana, I believe Bozeman, Montana, you're on the air. Good morning. Thank you, Art. Um, I guess I've been in the middle of this whole thing uh, for about a year. I was there yesterday in the arraignment. They uh, physically attacked me as I was talking to some of the reporters there and hauled me to jail. Who who physically attacked you? Oh, the deputy sheriff, U.S. marshals. Uh, I know there was about ten of them. Why did they attack you? Well, they said that there was a warrant for my arrest out of Bozeman, which there had not been one because I've been fighting. On 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 what charge? Leaving the county. Leaving the county? Yeah. Uh, no, that's not against the law. Well, I know. Well, no, no, wait, wait, come on now, don't just fluff over this. Uh, people don't issue warrants for no reason. Now, uh, well, were you ordered to stay in the, in the county because of some prior offense? Well, they were, they were trying to say that, yes, there, there was an order. That order, uh, if, it, if you get into the situation of the uh, Emergency War Powers Act, I don't know if you're familiar with... No, don't hit me with emergency war powers. Yeah. Now, tell me. Well, it all ties into that. Well, all right, but fine. Uh, but let's let's keep it uh, so that we can all understand it. Why was there an order for you to remain in the county, or why did they say there was one? Uh, for on what grounds? Well, on and I've been in contact with the Freeman uh, fighting of, I guess, <clears throat> uh, unlawful acts. What I would consider. Uh, from, you know, agents, uh, county government, uh, basically on the right to travel, and uh, I Wait, was... Sir, nobody disputes the right to travel. Yeah, well, they do. Uh, no, they don't. Now, well, now, come on, you're not leveling with me. Why was there an order restricting you to remain within the county? There had to be a reason for that. Well, probably because they didn't want me talking to the freedmen, okay? No, that's not legal either. Well, I, I know it's not legal, but we have a saying up here. Yes. That is, they can't do that, can they? And they do it, and they do it, and they do it. And uh, anyway, that's kind of what what drove Leroy. Uh, Leroy came from uh, Twitzer, came from the same area, went through the same battles that I've been going through for a year on the right to travel. No, uh, no, no, see... Again, you're being very, um, at the moment, disingenuous with us because you're not telling us what this is really about. Well, okay. nobody, I, they can't order me to not leave the county unless I have done something to justify it. The order has to be based on something that I've done. Maybe I'm charged or I've been convicted of something or uh, for a specific legal reason. Lay that out for us, sir. What is it? Well, I don't know uh, 
you know, I guess I don't know what you're you're asking for. I'm trying to explain it as good as I as I can. Well, you're, I'm really... sorry, but you're going to have to do better. Uh, now there is a specific. Let me lay it out slowly and easily so sure. you can understand. It. There has to be a specific reason for any court order that would limit your travel. In other words, you would have had to have been convicted of something. I what? was not convicted of anything. You were not convicted of anything. No. What what was what did what did happen yeah. was it stemmed from an issue of a no driver's license. Aha. Uh -huh. So you had no driver's license. Well, I did yes, I did have I mean not at the time I've been fighting this thing for a year. Uh finally I decided all right, uh I have there are literally hundreds of Supreme Court cases and other cases that says that we have the right to travel without a license. Oh, we, now, wait a minute, now, wait a minute. A right to travel. See, now, you can walk anywhere you want. Yes, nobody's restricting. Drive. Nobody's restricting your right to walk anywhere you want. But if you want to drive, it's true. The state says... And my state says, and every state says, you must have a driver's license. So you were uh, then taking the position that you don't need a driver's license. Is that correct? Well, that was that is correct. I have, like I just said, I there are literally hundreds of different law cases uh, going back to, uh, well, I guess since we had automobiles and before that, that... Uh, we could travel. We could use the with the right of ways uh, for our travel without license. Uh, do you? Okay, sir. One quick question for you. Do you sure. do you pay income tax, or do you believe that that is also uh, unconstitutional and illegal? Well, Article One, Section uh, Nine says there will be no direct tax. Uh -huh. So. Now, now, but lay, let's lay, wait a minute here. You're, you're lumping taxes. Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, because how do you think the roads get there? Do you, do you, well, in this state, we pay 52 cents a gallon for every gallon of gas or diesel fuel that we put into our automobiles. I don't know what it is in your state. Mm, well, in every state, sir, and I presume in Montana, you do have interstate highways, do you not? Yes, we do. You do. How do you think those get there? What did I just say? Oh, uh, you said there was a tax on gasoline, but not all of the money to build those roads, sir, nor many other roads, comes from only that tax. It comes from general uh, revenues and uh, the, the highway uh, appropriations bill. Do you, do you pay a tax on every battery, on every belt that you put on your car, on every tire, on every car, on every truck, on every trailer? Uh, it could go on and on. There are excise taxes. Those are lawful, legitimate taxes. Uh, in fact, if you really read the Constitution, it says that the lawful taxes are excise taxes, import taxes, and impost duties. Now, we ran this country for 150 years without income taxes. And it says specifically in the Constitution, in Article 1, Section 9, I think, it's that um, there will be no direct tax. Now, they tried back in the early, late 1800s, 1900s to, to get an income tax. All right. I am familiar with the arguments against okay. income tax. Uh, are you, do you consider yourself a free man? Yes. You do? 
Now, in, in conjunction with that, I would like to read a couple of definitions here. All right. Read me a definition okay. of a free man. Okay. This comes, you can go to Black's Law Dictionary or Bouvier's Law Dictionary, and it says, what is a free man? One who enjoys liberty or who is not subject to the will of another. That's first one. Second, one who enjoys or is entitled to a franchise or peculiar privilege. That's from Noah's uh, Webster's Dictionary, 1828. Which, uh, which definition do you subscribe to? Well, these are all part of the, of the same thing. Those, those two came out of Webster's, I guess. Okay? A, uh, one who enjoys a peculiar privilege. That's an interesting definition. Yes. Then in peculiar, it said, uh, God's peculiar treasure. Holy Scriptures. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. But anyway, okay, let's go to Black's Law Dictionary. A person in the possession and enjoyment of all civil and political rights accorded to the people under a free government. Does that word free government ring a bell? Uh, yes, oh, it does. And uh, I believe that ours is a free government, as close to the definition, that is, of one uh, as exists in the world. And I've, I've seen a lot of them. Okay. There's another one. Out of have, 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 have you, sir? I, I've had enough definition. Okay. Um, have you been to other countries? Have you seen other governments? Oh, yeah. You have. Uh, which one have you seen that you regard as freer than ours? Well, you know, I, you hear that kind of argument all the time. Well, no, don't, don't answer the question. Well, uh, I, I'm, I mean, it's a good question, sir. Yes, it is, and, I, and I'm going to try to explain that. It's a relative term. There's no such thing as total absolute freedom. There are rules and regulations wherever you go and whatever you do. So my question is, which government have you, have you seen that would be freer? Well, I guess I could say this. I haven't been to China, but I just had a good friend who returned oh. from there. Oh, and, and he considered, I mean, you know, they're oh, my God. free. No, they're not. They're, they're free oh. to go where they want to oh. to do what they God, want say, to no, do. No, they're not. They cannot own property. <laughs> they cannot. Uh, oh, jeez. You know. You know, you better take, uh, all right, listen. I want well, thank, I can't take any more time. Now, wait a lot of time. I have something that's very important that I'd like to get out to the public. All right, get it out. This is what's going on with Leroy Schweitzer. He is currently in the Yellowstone County Detention Center. Yes. Uh, they are trying to book him in, mm -hmm. and uh, he is, in, uh, ex I guess, exerting his constitutional rights not to be booked in. Right now, they have... Uh, what, have they, what have they charged him with? Well, I guess... Though he was one of the two that was arrested at the, at the. I'm, I'm aware of that. Yes. Okay. They, I guess, writing bogus checks or whatever. That's uh -huh. the charge. I see. Well, indeed, you can be booked um, uh, but, on, on such a charge. I mean, that's. Well, that you can be booked if you allow yourself, but you don't have to be. That well, is your another thing you got to volunteer for. All right. Thank you very much for the call. What a bunch of tripe. So there is, I think, a fair and good example, and I'm glad we got it right here at the beginning of the program, of exactly what we're dealing with, with the mentality we're dealing with. You've got to volunteer to be booked. Uh, and which, which country is it that you see as freer than the U.S.? China? China? Of all the countries that he might have tried to pick, 
as an example of something that's somebody's free than the United States. China? You are out of your free man mind, sir. I've been to communist China. I know what China is, and there really is no other China, much as Taiwan would like to think uh, otherwise, uh, having just talked to Bob. Um, there's Hong Kong, that's going back. And uh, believe me, I've been to China. And uh, if that, that's just uh, absolutely beyond the pale. Um, you don't have freedom of movement in China. You don't have freedom of political expression in China. They never heard of anything called the First Amendment in China. And if they want to come search your house, brother, they don't need pieces of paper or court orders. <laughs> they just come and do it. I've, uh, this man is mixed up. Really mixed up. Don't try to feed me that one. China is about as free as uh, uh, as my cat Comet right now, locked in the bathroom. Boy, where do people, holy mackerel, where do people come up with that kind of thing? China! China! Good Lord. Take a break from this for a second, and then we'll go back to the phone lines. I'm holding my uh, West of the Rockies line. That was really a good phone, phone call, uh, and uh, don't get me wrong, sir, I... I appreciate your having called, but I don't agree with one word of what you said, uh, except maybe uh, with respect to some of the definitions of what a free man is. But freedom is a relative thing, and I can assure you that relatively we have a hell of a lot more of it here than there is in China. Yeesh. of the Coast to Coast AM app is here, now available for Android as well as iPhone. For Coast Insiders, it offers the ability to download the most recent shows so you can listen to them at your leisure. The new app also has listen live and streaming features, plus recaps, contacts, and upcoming show info. Coast Insiders with Android System 4.0 and above or iPhone. Check out our new app at the Google Play or iTunes stores or link from the Coast website. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27th, 1996. Want to remind everybody that uh, Richard Hoagland's photographs uh, in a repaired condition, in other words, properly posted, are now on the website. Be sure and see the Zond Russian photographs. They're quite impressive. I've had another communication from Mr. Hoagland. We'll get to that in due time. Lots and lots and lots going on this morning. First time caller line, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, all right. How you doing? Fine. Oh, well, great. Hey, um... You know, it's been interesting, your your show the last couple of days about all this uh, militia stuff. Well, there was a free man on the phone here a few minutes ago. Uh-huh. What did you, what did you get out of that? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, it, hopefully in this country we're still allowed to be able to uh, express opinion and, and go beyond what some people consider to be the norm. Well, I let him do that. Yeah, oh yeah, you certainly did a good job of that. Um, I was curious, now, what do you think of this thing about this uh, conspiracy to take over the world with a one-world government? I don't know. Well, how does that, you think that has to do with the free men? 
Well, kind of. I think that a lot of people in the country are really scared that there's a force out there that is trying to destroy the American government and destroy us as a nation in order to implement a one-world government. Well, uh, you, you honestly think the, uh, the attention being given to three men by the FBI and so forth is part of this one-world government drive? You really believe that? Uh, yeah, as in general, I really do. Um, I think that, you know, if you, like, read the, uh, the Communist Manifesto and the... Uh, How about just U.S. sovereignty? In other words, we're a nation uh-huh. uh, made up of uh, states, right? right? And um, I don't know what the hell this has to do with the world. To me, it has to do with the fact that people cannot set up little sovereign uh, fiefdoms, kingdoms uh, within that which was united long ago, called the United States of America. And it's not Boutrous, Boutrous, Golly going after the Freeman. It's it's the federal law enforcement people, uh, sir. Well, one thing that, that you and I cannot do, and that's confirm this racist stuff that we hear about, this militia, and, and several other points. We really can't do that. You know, I'm, I'm not even prepared to call them a militia, nor am I prepared to call the farmhouse a compound. That's what the media is doing. I know. Yeah, it's interesting how they like to use the word compound. Um, the reason why I wanted to ask you about that, this one world order thing, is because I have a, a something that's called a constitution for the federal of Earth. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting. It seems that these people, I talked to the, uh, the people that are organizing this and putting this out, and uh, if anybody gets a chance, they really need to read this and understand that there is indeed a well, push to try why? to... Why? I mean, it's absolute baloney. Why should anybody have to read it? There's, well, there's not a constitution for the world. Hell, we can barely hold on to our own constitution in this country. Uh, exactly. When you hear people talking about rewriting the constitution in this country after having taken an oath under God to protect that constitution, it would make you wonder, wouldn't it? Well, it would make me imagine that not too many of us are going to take oaths to protect the constitution of the world. That's baloney. Well, you know, Michael knew thought that, too, when he got court-martialed for Michael it. knew uh, deserved to get court-martialed. For, for not surrendering his sovereignty to the United Nations? No, for not for not following orders. Well, when he Wait, uh, look, when I was he in the military, the military, I know about that. As I did to uphold the Constitution. That's right. Excuse me? That's right. And PPD 25 made constitutional the order Michael New got. Uh, made constitutional? What Now, what Constitution are we talking about here? The U.S. Constitution, sir, I've got to run. Under that Constitution, the President has a right and executive authority to do exactly what he did and it is not, not it, you know, a lot of us don't like what uh, uh, the U.N. is doing there, but it is not for the individual soldier to refuse orders. We'll be back. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 
Network presents Art Bell, Somewhere in Time. Tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. Good morning, everybody. It's good to be here. I'm Art Bell. Again, we're talking about the Freeman, and we'll get back to it in a moment. It's now uh, the number one uh, national story. Reuters, NBC did the first ten minutes of their newscast on it last night. It's now a big story. This is great music. What you're hearing is Cusco, C-U-S-C-O. They're a German group. I use them consistently as bumper music. And did for about a year before the company that carries them, Higher Octave, finally called us and said, you know, you're selling so much Cusco, might as well advertise with you. And so it is. If you'd like some Cusco, here's the offer. The Cusco 2000 album, plus Cusco 2002, and the best-selling album, Mystic Island, all three CDs for the discount price of $39.95. Or if you want cassettes, just $27.95. And this includes postage uh, to get them to your home. Now listen, I'm not done. For a thin $5 more, they'll give you two more CDs of music, full CDs, of music of the same genre from higher octave. In other words, a total of five CDs for less than the cost of three while the deal uh, remains open. The number is 1-800-562-8283. That's 1-800-562-8283. That's Cusco. I'm Art Bell. Now, we're talking again about the free men. We had a free man on the air here uh, this last hour. Those of you who just joined us, I'm so sorry you could not have heard it. Uh, you didn't hear it. You could not have heard it, I suppose, uh, if you were just picked up in this hour. But uh, through it all, uh, a kind of a difficult conversation. Uh, finally, I asked Mr. Freeman to uh, cite for me a country that has more relative freedom than we do. And he decided to cite China. <laughs> God, I was in China. I've never been in such a chilling place in all my life. More freedom. They watch every step you take. They watch every step their own people take. There is not freedom for Chinese to travel from province to province. <laughs> China. Dear Art, the next time a free man calls up, please ask the following. If China is so free, then why are Tibetan refugees scattered all over the world? Why were millions killed in the Tibetan genocide? Derek from San Diego, yes, yeah, a good question. <laughs> from Keith in Wisconsin, listening to The Lip, WLIP. Janarino will have the free men surrounded till they're low on supplies, then move in on them in the so-called best interest of any children that are there. They will be in control of things and will manipulate them to their best interests. This includes the press. Guess they learned from Waco. On a couple of separate items, before we return to this, I've got a couple of uh, breaking, interesting stories for you. Uh, the first one probably carries more weight, and I want you to be aware of this and that I am on it. I got a fax this morning from Don in Roswell, New Mexico, and Don said, 
Art, you should see the article on the front page of our Roswell Daily Record this morning. Someone turned in a piece of metal to one of our two UFO museums. The person was supposedly at the RAAF here in 1947. There's a color photograph on the front uh, of, of the newspaper. This just may be the smoking gun we've all been looking for. It's going to be sent to a metallurgist for analysis. And so I kind of filed that uh, mentally away. And then, lo and behold, arrives a second fax from my affiliate in Roswell, KBIM, News Talk 910, Roswell, the operations and news director of that station, uh, Dennis Goodnight. He writes the following. Forty-nine years after an unidentified flying object was supposed to have crashed near Roswell, New Mexico, a piece of it may have been returned. Volunteers of Roswell's UFO Museum say somebody has turned in an object which may be part of a spacecraft. Museum co-founder Max Little says the unusual thin sheet of metal has been stored by someone who kept it secret for a long time. As a matter of fact, it was kept in a frame. He said, the story is, it belonged to the man involved in the cleanup of material, or a man involved in uh, a cleanup of that material by the military in 1947. He passed this material on to another party in Texas, who's taken care of it, put it in its present condition, and passed it on to us Sunday now. He says, if it's the real thing, this could be the first hard evidence made public of spacecraft landing on Earth. If not, it could be yet another fluke in the endless effort of UFO researchers. And so I followed the story up at that point. That was enough for me, of course. And I contacted uh, Max Little at the UFO Museum, and he said, yes, indeed, uh, we've got it. I said, Max, what about the metal? What can you tell me about it? He said, well... It has unusual properties. said, Max, you remember the movie about Roswell? A lot of you will have seen that. The metal that crumpled up returned to its original condition. I said, you mean like that? He said, yes. So, I'm not sure what we've got here, but I didn't stop there. Since there was obviously photographic evidence of this, I called the Roswell Daily Record and spoke to Jerry McCormick there, the photographer who went out and took the photographs. And I talked Jerry into uh, running out to a one-hour Photoshop and getting a print made, which he is FedExing to me. Now, I guess I don't have to tell you that as soon as I get my hands on it, it will be going in our newsletter. It will be going on my web page. It will be going on our bulletin board. In other words, we will share it with the millions out there. So, not saying it is so, but they are saying they may have a piece of, a piece of the spacecraft that allegedly crashed at Roswell, or was it Socorro? And I'm following up as best I can, and within a day or two, I expect to have that photograph for you, and you can take a look for yourself. That's one item. Another is, 
I have just been faxed an alleged picture of El Chuca, uh, Chupacabra. El Chupacabra, whatever in the hell this little thing, this goat sucker is. El Chupacabra, I believe that's correct. And it is the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your whole life. Now, what I would say is the person who sent this photograph by fax needs to get hold of me and get me this photograph in a form uh, that I can um, uh, upload uh, as a uh, JPG or GIF file or whatever. Get me a picture of this thing on AOL. Attach it uh, on AOL. Uh, that's America Online. Send it to uh, Art Bell at AOL.com. Or contact me with a telephone number, and I will uh, download it directly from you and also make it available for everybody to see. So that is where we stand with those stories. There's just an awful lot going on at once, breaking news on a number of fronts here. Now, from Valencia, uh, Veronica in Valencia, that's cute, listening to KABC, the following art. ABC's Prime Time did a piece on the Montana Freeman with a gentleman who videotaped a recruit meeting who asked uh, his identity be hidden for fear of retribution. The man was terrified, couldn't believe what the Freeman said, that God authorized killing. They have orders to, quote, shoot to kill, end quote, anybody who gets in their way. The speaker announced a bounty hunt of ten groups of four men with automatics and any and shotguns to hunt down the sheriff, the deputy, a judge, and somebody else. In the video, the Freeman also talked about Jews and blacks and claimed these groups are fathered by Satan. Art, could you please remind these gentlemen, her word, that Jesus was a Jew, and no matter how much their imagination can wander, he was not white, and whites are not the chosen group, as they claim to be. It was frightening to watch. It was pure evil. They're full of hatred and paranoia. They've created this incident, and no matter what happens, they'll claim the government set them up, and they'll not take any responsibility for their actions. It's a scary world out there. And it seems that people are becoming more and more disoriented. What's going on? Well, what's going on, Veronica, in Valencia, is um, exactly what I have known has been going on for some time. And it's worsening, Veronica. It's quickening. West of the uh, Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Uh, Wildcard Line, you're on the air. Good morning. Well, hello there, Art. Hello. This is Shane in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hello, Shane. Well, concerning this uh, Freeman thing, I just happened to be looking through uh, this catalog, yes. like uh, some classified ads, and there's a little thing. I wondered if the Freemason or Freeman might use this to uh, make their money. The last says, the IRS says income taxes are voluntary for U.S. citizens inhabiting the 50 states. Yeah. Now, I, of course, being interested by this and thinking they're all crazy lunatics anyway, um, called an 800 number that they supply for the facts and all that. Yes, uh-huh. And what'd you get? Well, it tells you that um, they have to follow some codes and stuff like that. And then it says, you know, for information, 
concerning how to go through all this and how to join something that uh, will give, send you everything. Mm. To send twelve dollars to this address and stuff. Twelve dollars, like huh? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it pretty amusing. Um, well, a lot of people that have followed that advice are now out twelve dollars, probably. Well, uh, even more than that, uh, a lot of them are consulting the law libraries within uh, institutions all across the country. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're uh, penal institutions. Penal, very good ones. Very good ones at that. I think they're all. Uh, you know, a couple uh, cards short of a deck myself. Did you hear the guy that was on last hour? Yes, I did. Um, I don't know. I, I remember something about a uh, license to operate an automobile. Or uh, what is it? You need to be a licensed operator? Well, it, it, you know, the whole license thing didn't come out until I pried it out of him. Uh, yeah, he, was, um, he was saying, uh, well, they've issued this order saying I can't travel. I can't. Yeah, I'm not allowed to travel. I'm not allowed to travel. Uh, no reason. Yeah, no reason. And until I dug and dug and dug and dug, and then finally we got down to, well, something about a driver's license. And then, then we started talking about freedom around the world, and he cites China as, fr as freer. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds like it. I, I can't trust anyone that's not going to, you know, come on and tell me something, but they're not going to give me the information. you got to pry it out. Man, I'll tell you, that's Looney Tunes. And then we jump from there to uh, martial law and one world order. Yeah. You, um, know? You, know. My, you know what I thought, though? What? I'm thinking a lot of people that are in, in the penal codes listening to your show, if they can. Oh, believe me, they do. I get more letters from guys in the joint than you can imagine. Oh, God. Well, you know what? They're all going to be, you know, saying, hey, I don't have to be in the jail. I you know, if I allow you to book. Wait a minute now. I didn't volunteer. Uh, guard, right, come here. I didn't volunteer. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out of here now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Take care, sir. Thank you. Guard, come here. I'm a free man. I didn't volunteer to be here. Let me out. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. It's dangerous. What's going on in Montana is uh, definitely dangerous. And I'm holding my West of the Rockies line open for Montana. And you know what I want to know? I want to know, now, you can't trust the press. I mean, they get it wrong. As far as I know, the free men are not a militia, and they called them a militia again and again and again and again yesterday. Uh, so they got that wrong. That really is not a compound. I suppose in the strictest sense you could call it that because they're armed to the teeth, but it looks like a farmhouse to me. It's a farmhouse. But I suppose they could refer to it reasonably as a compound in view of the standoff and the amount of arms and, you know, the signs out there with a little hangman's noose saying, but you're allowed to do that. I mean, that's legal. But a lot of what they're doing obviously, obviously is not. I, I don't know um, that I trust the national press on this, thank you. I do trust all of you, and I do trust those of you in Montana. And the press was saying that the people of Montana in the area are damn glad to have the FBI around, that the majority of them are. Not, uh, not all of them, but the great majority are comfortable that something is finally going on, and they felt terrorized by these so-called free men. Now, is that true? Here we have an opportunity to really learn the truth. Would you like to do that? I would. So let's hear from the people of Montana and, uh, and find out if that report was true or false. So if you're in Montana, we're holding our 800 line open only for you at 1-800-618-8255. This always seems to happen to me. One day I will do a show on something, and the next day the whole thing blows up. 
Well, that once again was the case. So we're about 24 hours ahead of the curve. We'll be right back. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time. Tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. Back to it we go, everybody. Uh, west of the Rockies, and I believe once again in Montana, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Uh, who would this be? Uh, my name's Barb. Okay, Barb, and where are you? I'm in Bozeman, Montana. Bozeman, Montana. Mm-hmm. Right in that very area. Well, what do you think, Barb? Uh, are you? What do you think of the Freeman movement? And I would like to know, most of all, whether you're happy or not that the FBI and authorities have begun to take charge. I am relieved that they're here, uh, that something is being done, that a couple of the guys have already been arrested. Uh, I feel like we have a, I'm a native Montanan, and I feel like we have a bunch of small-minded bigots that are lacking knowledge in many areas of life that are just uh, holding up and trying to uh, prove themselves to the world. Well, Barb, this fellow I had on last hour, I'm sorry, but to me he sounded completely wiped out. Anybody who would cite China as a bastion of freedom as yes. compared to the United States uh, is not well-traveled. I, I would like to invite him to move to China because if you don't want to play by the rules here in our country, then move to another country. And that's, you know, if he can't travel, gee, I'll help out with a bus ticket, a plane ticket, whatever, but... Uh, we need this kind of mentality out of this state. Well, I can imagine that the people in this area, from what I've heard, and I'm trying to be objective about this, but from what I've heard, uh, it's almost been like a, a sort of a, a reign of terror going on uh, in in this this area. And I haven't been, you know, around the Jordan area uh, much at all, but uh, that's what it sounds like. And and it may not be a compound that these guys have going, but it. You know, looks can be deceiving. They could have a, yeah, a complete can. arsenal set up. Well, every report I've heard, Barb, says they're very well armed, armed to the teeth, that kind of thing. And I, I would believe it. Oh, I believe it, too. And I saw the primetime thing tonight. And, uh, frankly, what I saw, the videotape, if it was actual footage, is frightening. It's frightening to think that people with this mentality actually live in this state. All right. Thank you very much, Barb. I appreciate it. And... Uh, there's nothing like getting the truth, and the truth would seem to be, um, I think, so far demonstrated by the call we had from the man, which I, I think I had him on for 15 minutes, I would say, wouldn't you? And now, uh, Barb, and we will hear from others in Montana. I mean, let the truth be known. Uh, if the truth is that these are a bunch of thugs and lawbreakers and uh, people uh, reigning terror on a community, then let that be known. If this is uh, not another Waco, then let not the banner of Waco and the Patriot banner be raised in defense of these uh, uh, thugs. That's what I would say. And these are open lines. I'm not screening these calls except uh, as to location. So you can sit here and you can make your own judgment. I think it's 
just damn important that the American people know the truth, not the twisted truth, not um, not not the um, uh, the, the twisted uh, whim of a story that we got about the inability to travel and uh, how China is a free place and all the rest of it. I'm so glad that we got him on the air so that you could hear that. What in the world? What in the world would cause somebody to come to believe that why across the ocean in a place called China they've got freedom? They can do what they want to do over there. They don't need license to travel. Um, they can travel freely. They, it just simply could not be more untrue. And where people get this, uh, this sort of twisted, uh, total untruth in their minds, well, it's frightening, actually. Frightening. As I think uh, what's going on in Montana is frightening. But the American people really, really do need to know. Don't raise any banners out there until you know what you're raising them for. This is Premier Networks. That was Art Bell hosting Coast to Coast AM on this Somewhere in Time. Tonight, tonight we're gonna make it happen. Tonight we'll put all of the things aside. Give in this time and show me some affection. We're going for those pleasures in the night. I want to love you, feel you. to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. Art, I missed your bulletin board number. Would you please repeat it? Don't have access to the Internet yet. Thanks, Gary, wherever Gary is. Gary, it was not a bulletin board number. This number is for another Vidian demo. If you've already got the Vidian demo program, my friend John across town has got another Vidian demo up. And uh, we haven't been giving those numbers out on the air. It's not going to work unless you've got the Vidian program. But if you do, uh, you'll probably see John sitting there at about this hour in front of his bulletin board. Now, the camera is focused on the bulletin board equipment, the whole thing. So you'll get to see the bulletin board. It's kind of neat. Art, this is a real dangerous mess. I believe the feds should wait. There are women and at least two children. Maybe on the news today, out of Billings, uh, already a leader in the Texas militia said some of them are going to leave immediately for Montana. Damn it, I knew it. To be sure that the feds do not rush the compound of the Freeman. He said there better not be another Waco or Ruby Ridge. There's six inches of snow up here now. Maybe more in the area. Heavy snow due uh, tonight and tomorrow. Roads may be shut down in parts of Wyoming tomorrow. That will slow them down. <sighs> See, this is the one thing that I'm trying to prevent right now. And if you're in Texas or you're anywhere else in the country and you're listening tonight, uh, as a matter of fact, if I if I'd have thought twice about it, I'd have had that conversation with the free man recorded and played back. In fact, I'll work on that. Don't pack up and head toward Montana. 
Don't take up a banner until you understand the banner that you're raising. And until you understand what the freemen are about, um, I suggest you sit home and listen. Uh, listen, because you're, you'll, you'll hear the truth uh, unfold throughout the nighttime uh, here once again. Uh, west of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yeah, this is Tim from Bozeman, Montana. Uh, welcome, sir. Seem to get a lot of calls from Bozeman tonight. Uh, yeah, a lot of calls from Bozeman. But, yeah, I'd just like to put in my two cents on, on this whole deal. Please. Uh, like the lady from Bozeman did earlier. But these guys are really, they're really out on an extreme limb. They sure are. Most Montanans wouldn't want to have anything to do with them, I don't think. I mean, Are you I, also uh, pleased that the federal authorities are there? Well, I think they had to. From from what I've heard on the local news coverage and from what I understand, the uh, local sheriff's department out there had to pretty much beg the feds to come in for talk to them for quite a while to get them to come in. I guess they were pretty gun-shy after Waco and Ruby Ridge and all well, that. I understand. I understand. But I think it is important that Americans... Texans, uh, I mean, you heard me read this fax before you came on the air. Damn, the last thing we need is a bunch of militias uh, figuring, man, this is it. We're going to have to go and be sure that nothing happens to these people, and you get a bunch of gun-toting folks around uh, an area uh, held uh, secure by the FBI and local law enforcement, and there's going to be trouble. Oh, yeah. That definitely would be trouble. I, I would encourage them. Stay home. Not to get involved in the thing. I mean, after some of the stuff the FBI is involved in, everybody's watching closely. Yeah, you They're want... They're not going to pull anything. Right, you want to pick your fights carefully, and uh, this is not one to be picked, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only reason they really wanted to bring them in so much is Garfield County, where they're at, is a really, really small county. If you've never been up to Montana, I mean, there might be four or five thousand people in that whole county. They don't have the kind of resources to deal with this sort of thing. Well, they really didn't in Waco, either. That's uh, but um, so, so I appreciate your call, sir, and there's another Montanan who is glad the local authorities and the, the uh, federal authorities are there. I sure would like to get, uh, get that call played back. I, I'm going to see what I can do about that. The trouble is we have ongoing recording of the program, so I don't know. Art, your caller from Montana was a misguided fool. Although his heart's probably in the right place, he's a bit confused. His China comment almost makes him sound a bit damaged. Are they tend to side on the same side as this guy, but for different reasons? To put it this way, I support to an extent the patriot arguments out there, but if the Freeman broke the law, damaged someone else, or violated somebody else's constitutional rights, then even as, quote, Freeman, end quote, sovereign citizens, or whatever other title they go by, they've got to be punished according to the law, fraud, is fraud, even if a free man does it. By breaking the law, they then become suspects slash criminals. If the free man did what is said, then they should be prosecuted like any other criminal. If they're not guilty, then any infringement on their rights I adamantly oppose. Think of yourself as a, quote, patriot, end quote, does not mean that you are free from responsibility. You must still respect others' rights. Sovereignty is no excuse to break the law. You're damn right. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Mr. Bell. Hi. Um, I'm Dana. I'm calling from Kalispell. Uh, from where? Kalispell. Uh, Montana? Yes. Uh, welcome to the program. Glad to have you. Thank you. I am a militia member. Um, militia of Montana? 
Um, yeah, the the most in Montana is actually a very small group, but I'm I'm I actually live in Washington. I'm in Montana right now, but um, you know I I just want to make a very important point that you know I've heard a lot of people referring to the Freemen as militia members, and they are not militia members, and there's a very important distinction between the two. NBC re, uh, referred to them in that manner uh, on a number of occasions during their coverage last night. You know, and that really makes me angry because that really stirs up a lot of things. I know it. It makes me angry, too. There's no excuse for that kind of miscoverage, and I believe it is miscoverage. I, I've heard no um, credible report whatsoever tying these men, these so-called free men, to militias, and it was irresponsible to do so, in my opinion, on the part of NBC. Absolutely. You know, and I, I really feel like, you know, my fellow militia members are, are law-abiding citizens who are concerned with preserving the sovereignty of, of our nation, not the sovereignty of our little separate acres. And, um, you know, I just think that it's very important to make that distinction because these are not militiamen. Okay. These are free men. I'm glad you did that. And uh, having said that, now, are you... What is your attitude about the uh, federal people being there? Are you are you comforted by it, worried by it? I'm a little nervous because I think that the they I think they tend to get out of hand, you know, and I think that we've seen that demonstrated on on two separate occasions and I know there are more occasions than that, but it was very evident on two separate occasions, you know, and and I would urge people to to wait and and see exactly what's going to happen and you know, I feel like if if the federal government is going to blatantly disregard these people's rights, as they have done in the past with other people, then I do think that the militias do need to get involved because, you know, somebody's got to stand up and say, you know, wait a minute, you, you can't do this. And and uh, so, but but I would urge people to wait and see what happens before they jump the gun. And well, that is what's scaring me. I get a fax like this from Texas saying. We're packing up and we're headed up there. And, um, you know, no matter what else happens, if the FBI is saying they're going to sit this out with the other law enforcement officers and they're going to wait these people out and try to end it without violence, uh, if, if people begin heading in that direction, that's open country, if the guys start showing up with guns, there's going to be, it's, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know where that one goes. Right. But, you know, I'll tell you, you know, if, and I've heard this on many occasions that, it, you know, if there ever any time is another incident like Ruby Ridge or like Waco, then you will see I know. a lot of militia members showing up. And I think that will be a great deterrent and uh, really keep those guys in check. Yeah, but what I want to try to say to people and what I've discerned based on the calls I've had so far from the people in Montana like yourself and from that so-called free man here a little while ago, uh, this is not Ruby Ridge. This is not Waco, is it? Right. These guys are breaking the law, and these guys are trying to make their own laws, and, and that's not what the militia is about. The, you know, the militia members are law-abiding citizens. You know, these guys are not right in what they're doing, and um, they need to be accountable for that. Well, if we don't make that distinction very clear uh, tonight and every time we have an opportunity prior to whatever happens then the militias, because of the press, are going to take the rap on this. Yeah, like they have in the past after the Oklahoma bombing. You know, the militias were deemed the, you know, 
country-hating people who just want to take down the federal government, and that is not the case. All right, dear. I appreciate your call. Thank you so Th much. Thank you very much. Take care. Uh, yet somebody else from uh, Montana. We're holding our west of the Rockies line open for Montana for just this reason. It's too important not to do. Uh, so if you're in Montana, uh, it's 1-800-618-8255. And we cover the, the great state of Montana uh, with a great blanket. So um, we're heard throughout Montana, and I'm sure everybody on both sides of this is in there listening this morning. It would be good even to hear from some law enforcement uh, people in Montana, as we did yesterday. We'll be right back. <laughs> Coast to Coast AM sure sounds great in the middle of the night. But you know, you don't have to be nocturnal to enjoy this amazing show. The Coast Insider is your key to a normal life. For 15 cents a day, you can wake up refreshed knowing that last night's show is waiting for you with podcasting. Listen on your way to work and again on the way home. Or listen to one of over a thousand archived shows from the past three years. As a member, you'll have access to our monthly live chat sessions with George Nouri and special guests. The Coast Insiders Club is a must-have feature for all Coast to Coast AM listeners. Visit coasttocoastam.com to sign up today. You'll sleep like a baby, knowing you'll never miss your favorite guests and topics ever again. Remember, a one-year subscription comes out to only 15 cents a day. Sign up today at coasttocoastam.com. Looking for the truth? You'll find it on Coast to Coast AM. You know, in the days of our parents, they never would have questioned government. Nowadays, people are beginning to say, you know what, something's wrong. I'm not happy with this. I mean, what's going on here? Why are they so obsessed with trying to control us? Well, I personally think there are tremendous numbers of people out there who know they're not being told the truth, and no one is talking to us, so we need to help each other. Now, we take you back to the past on Art Bell, Somewhere in Time. Now, back to the lines, and again uh, to the great state of Montana, open sky country. Uh, and who would I have on my line? Yes, this is Randy from Haver, Montana. Where is Haver, Montana, Randy? Haver is north-central Montana, about 40 miles from the Canadian border. All right. Welcome to the program. Yes. Mr. Bell, um, this is a small community, uh, a highline community, similar to uh, the area down there. However, there's no... Uh, uh, there's really no sympathizers here for for the free man movement uh, at least at least uh, that I can gather uh, all the news media and uh, uh, local media here really expresses no uh, no sympathy no sympathy and well, any letters to the editor are all negative yeah the NBC last night in their report was trying to say that the, the free men are saying, why well, they've got all kinds of sympathizers out there and people that are going to rush to their, uh, uh, their uh, defense in, in this, and right. I'm not hearing that. Right. Um, one thing I'd like to uh, uh, mention is something that you talked about earlier, is a sovereign nation within, within our nation. Yes. 
and uh, it's I'd like to pose an interesting comparison of the uh, Native American uh, Indian reservations. Um, when you set foot across the Indian reservation line, you are on sovereign. Uh... Uh, yes, it's just like being in a third world country. Uh, my wife is a uh, Native American Chippewa Cree, and when you go out there, uh, if you uh, so much as break their tribal law or uh, impose yourself on any of the uh, uh, people out there, um, yes, sir. you are uh, at their mercy. <laughs> All right. Well, I I would say what the Native Americans have now is pseudo sovereignty, uh, sovereignty. But you're you're right, and that is established by treaty. Yes. There's there's no treaty that have given the so-called free men uh, any sovereignty uh, greater than you have or I have here in Nevada. Yes, okay. And one uh, quick other point, I'd like to pose a challenge to uh, any free man or a militia group for uh, a minority member to call in and uh, uh, just prove that there is a, a minority uh, membership. Uh, uh, because as far as I know, I, I have never seen or heard any mention of any. Not, not too many black militia guys? Right. Or Native American or, or, or any other thing like that. Not too many Hispanic militia guys? That's correct. Mm -hmm. and, it is uh, an interesting question. Yeah. Um, so we'll pose it and see how many, uh, how many minority militia members we get. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Okay, thanks, Art. Take care. I thought uh, I'd have to dig it out here again. Yeah, here it is. This was really the most shocking facts of all, I thought. Art, uh, this is uh, again from Veronica in Valencia. ABC's Primetime did a piece on the Montana Freeman with a gentleman who videotaped a recruit meeting who asked his identity be hidden for fear of retribution. The man was terrified. Couldn't believe that the Freeman said God authorized killing. They have orders to shoot to kill anyone who gets in their way. The speaker announced a bounty hunt of ten groups of four men with automatics and any shotguns to hunt down the sheriff, the deputy, a judge, and someone else. In the video, the Freeman also talked about Jews and blacks and claimed these groups are fathered by Satan. Art, could you please remind these gentlemen, her word, that Jesus was a Jew, and no matter how much their imagination can wander, he was not white, Whites are not a chosen group, as they claim to be. It was frightening to watch. It was pure evil. They're full of hatred and paranoia. They've created this incident. No matter what happens, they'll claim the government set them up. And they will not take any responsibility for their actions. It's a scary world out there. It seems people are becoming more and more disoriented. Boy, do I agree with that one. Do I ever agree with that one? East of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. How you doing, Mr. Bell? I'm okay. Mr. Bell, um, about this Freeman situation. Sure. Where are you, by the way? Uh, somewhere in Oklahoma. I'm over the road truck driver. Yes, sir. Uh, I've recently, within the past couple of months, started to involve myself in some of this uh, conspiracy, anti-government tax thing. And what I have found is that both sides of the argument from the Internal Revenue Service, from these patriot groups, are purposefully twisted to give only their side of the argument. Mm -hmm. 
Now, from, from what I have researched on my own. Oh, I'm sure there's propaganda on both sides. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just that I, people need to know that whatever these patriot groups are telling them, they had darn well better go look into it on their own and be willing to, if they want to perform any type of nonviolent civil disobedience, be, be willing to do it by themselves without a support group. And, oh. and what I have found is I have not been able to find one of these so-called patriot groups that are logic-based. They're all either racially or religious-based. Yeah. None of them. None of them are objective and give full disclosure over the argument. Well, that's a pretty broad brush, but um, I, I would think certainly a large number of them are as you describe. But that that's too broad a brush for my taste. There are some, uh, no doubt, objective groups that um, are pretty main, yeah mainstream. And I have not yet found one. Well. That may be. That may be. And uh, I, I do appreciate your, uh, your call. Thank you very much. And I think his advice is sound. Before you accept anybody's explanation of how everything that you don't like is voluntary, uh, you better be damn careful. Voluntary taxes, uh, voluntary driver's license, voluntary uh, booking for an arrest. That was a good one, you know. Well, you don't have to be booked. I mean, you have to volunteer, only if you volunteer. <laughs> There's a lot of people in the joint listening right now, I'm sure, who are saying, Hey, hey, I didn't volunteer. Hey, jailer, come here. <laughs> There's big news breaking on the radio. <laughs> West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, this is Art. Yes, it is. Okay, uh, this is Lee from Bozeman. Lee from Bozeman. Bozeman's in here like a... Like crazy this morning. Welcome. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, I'm a college student here uh, at MSU, and uh, I'm originally from eastern Montana, and uh, my family farms about, uh, oh, about two hours from where all this has taken place. And uh, basically, uh, no, you know, the, about 99% of the people in eastern Montana, and I think the rest of it, for that matter, has no support for this uh, group. Uh, they're all a bunch of disgruntled farmers that have lost their grasp on reality. Well, that's another, by the way, that's another question that they asked the senator from Montana on NBC yesterday. Is there any truth to the fact that these men have been unfairly um, screwed out of their property? And the senator said, absolutely not. Oh, uh, no. No, they haven't. The government did not run in and steal their property or anything else. No, they didn't. You know, uh, you know, farmers have, you know, they go through hard times, and these particular ones just, you know, didn't know how to get through the hard times. There are a lot of people go through, uh, talk show hosts go through hard times. Look, can you stand by while we do some news? Well, I sure can. All right, then that's what you're doing, standing by in Bozeman, Montana. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time. Tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996.
take you back to the past on Art Bell Somewhere in Time. Welcome, I'm Art Bell. This is a program called Coast to Coast AM. And that kind of undersells it a little bit. Actually, it's worldwide, courtesy of the World Wide Web. If you want real audio, if you want the late corrected Hoagland pictures, if you want many other things, uh, go to my webpage, Worldwide webpage, and there you will find them. My web address is www.artbell, that's A-R-T-B-E-L-L dot com. That's it. If you have a web browser of some sort, just enter the name Art Bell, A-R-T-B-E-L-L. It will uh, eventually get you to my webpage, and from there, the world. And also, uh, real audio, by the way. Uh, incidentally, to give you some idea, uh, this uh, last weekend when a lot of people were having trouble getting through to my webpage, there was good cause for it. There were, over the weekend, 500,000 hits on that webpage. So if you're one of the ones that experienced the slow-going web, uh, that's why. Our page actually slowed everything down. 500,000 hits throughout the weekend. Anyway, uh, if you want to make it up there, there you will find much information. And soon, by the way, you will find my photographs of the book signing in Portland. Even my signing of a bald head. <laughs> that was great. And there's a photograph supplied by somebody who took it, a black and white, of my wife and I, that I think you'll enjoy. I really like it. It's one of the best pictures of my wife I've seen. And, uh, and I hope you enjoy it. So all that will be up on the webpage shortly, if it is not already. Uh, so it's just a great deal going on up there. Don't miss it. It's www.artbell.com. Now, this morning's... Uh, we're breaking all kinds of news and following all kinds of stories live this morning because the radio station you're listening to cares enough to have live talk radio on, and it's a damn good thing because there are some serious things going on. The Freeman situation has blown up uh, uh, all out of, I don't want to say out of proportion, because it's not really out of proportion. It deserves, I suppose, to be blown up. I just don't want it to be a blow-up, if you follow me. NBC sent some camera people there yesterday to the Freeman, quote, compound, unquote, uh, farmhouse compound, whatever you want to call it. And... They had their cameras and videotape taken at gunpoint. At gunpoint. And they were wise uh, to surrender them, and um, I guess they had to leave. They just left uh, without their camera and their tape. Probably an awful lot of money uh, heisted away. And that, that, by the way, occurred out on an open road. You might want to know, a bunch of guys with guns and a pickup truck approached the NBC people who were on their way out and uh, stole their camera and their uh, videotape. FBI is on the scene. I had a free man in the first hour of the show call, and you have absolutely got to hear that call. In If you have a station that re-airs the first hour of the program or airs it for the first time, um, you're lucky because you're going to hear a call you won't believe. This man eventually got around to talking about relative freedom around the world, and I said, well, fine. Yeah, freedom is relative. Name me a country where there's more relative freedom than the U.S., and his, his answer was China. <laughs> China. 
So we had about a 15-minute conversation with the free man right at the beginning. We are holding the line open for people in Montana, and I'm going to get back to that line in this caller in a second. Art, if your free man caller was typical of the group, it's obvious that one of the requirements of membership is a brainectomy performed pro bono by Dr. Granny and Jethro Bodine. That's from Jim in Tupelo, Mississippi. You're back on the air from Montana, sir. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, Art. And oh. you're 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 way up. Let, let's see, you're in. Uh, what is the name of that town again? Well, I, I'm in Bozeman. You're, now. Oh, you're in Bozeman. Yeah, right. I'm a college student, but I'm originally from a town called Sydney, which is uh, right uh, about ten miles from the Montana North Dakota border. Okay. And that's up close to where this is taking place. And then uh, my family has a farm that's about. Oh, about an hour and a half west of there, which is even closer. So I would say that uh, we're, our land is about two hours from this place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, yeah, I don't think, uh, I think these guys have totally just, just lost all perception reality here. I mean, they, you know, I've known farmers in eastern Montana all my life, and, and I've never, you know, I've never met any that have this kind of attitude or think like this at all it's just uh it's wild isn't it yeah it is and uh you know as, as, as far as uh you know the the gov government officials up here infringing on our rights i mean this is by far the most lenient state in the country to live in well that was one of the questions asked yesterday by nbc to the senator uh from montana and that was whether the people of montana have actually abided this kind of behavior too long? Well, I yes, I think they have. Uh, Maybe just been a little too tolerant. Yeah, now uh, I've kind of been uh, keeping up on this Freeman thing because it, uh, it's, I'm close enough to it, and and I I just think that, you know, people, most people I talk to just, you know, thought these guys were kooks from the beginning, and, and, and you know, like like many people say that, I think they're glad that the feds are here. Good. I appreciate the call, sir. Thank you. And I, I want to follow up. And one of the reasons I'm doing this is because I just got a fax from Texas here a little while ago. And they said, well, the militias down here in Texas are packing up and getting ready to go to Montana to be damn sure that uh, the feds don't uh, have, that we don't have another Waco or another uh, Ruby Ridge. Don't do it. Before you raise the banner and start the march, you better sit down and listen to this talk program. You better listen to the people in Montana. Because that aspect of the reporting seems correct thus far. There's not a lot of sympathy at all for what they're doing. In fact, there's a lot of fear up there. And um, uh, the people of Montana seem damn glad to have the feds there and finally something going on. And NBC said that these freemen have been literally... Uh, scaring um, uh, the people, uh, holding holding them in a state of terror in that particular area, uh, issuing million-dollar bounties on people to be brought to the sovereign land of justice, J-U-S-T-U-S, -S, where they might be tried, that sort of thing. You be careful about the banners you pick up out there. You sit down and you listen before you, you move. Engage brain, please, before picking up gun. A wild card line, you're on the air. Hi. Yeah, Art, how you doing? Okay. Okay, I'm 
I think it's kind of amusing that you and some of these uh, federal sheep calling in. Federal are, sheep? Yeah, are perfectly willing to entertain a ridiculous idea like bug-eyed aliens shanghaiing people out of their beds and carting them off to the mothership, but they totally dismiss the idea that the federal government is becoming ever more unconstitutional and tyrannical. You think that um, that, that this um, uh, this attention being paid to the so-called freemen is the bug-eyed government uh, tyrannically descending on poor, innocent citizens? Is that about it? Well, I mean, the freemen specifically... I'm withholding judgment. I don't know that much about them, but the whole oh, attitude... Thank you. That, that is kind of you. The whole attitude that I'm getting the last couple of days is that uh, how dare you question the federal government and, and, and light and... and no, we no, have... no, 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 no. Come on. Don't don't paint a picture that ain't there, sir. Oh, come on. You've no, got... no, no. That picture isn't there at all. Nobody's saying how dare you defy or question the federal government. Everybody questions the federal government. You keep your eye on the government if you've got half a brain. But right, uh, right. but but you don't grab a gun uh, and and go defend people who are simply breaking the law, do you? No, that would be crazy. Oh, thank but, you. But but let's 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 look let's look at some items here. Item one: a hardworking farmer in California is threatened with being thrown in jail and his property and his farm taken away because he runs over a damned rat. We're not it's, talking about a guy who ran over rats, sir. We're not talking what about I'm that. Saying, the whole picture is people are lulled into thinking that. That there's, there's there's nothing to worry about here, and and item after item, day after day, the federal government is is putting a, an increasingly tighter stranglehold upon its citizens. Yeah, but you're, yeah, but but sir, the federal government is not always in the wrong either. Well, no, it's not always in the wrong. The FBI is not always in the wrong. The BATF is not always in the wrong. Well, I might beg to differ and, on that. Well, you might beg to differ all you want, but they're not always in the wrong. They there's they protect um, a lot of us from a lot of bad things. Now, I'm not saying they're always in the right either, and I thought they were absolutely dead flat wrong in the way Waco was handled. But I'll tell you something. This ain't Waco. Well, well I know it's not. It's not Waco, but the whole attitude that uh, that the idea of, of a radical reorganization of government or resistance to government is un-American, is ridiculous. The founding fathers of this nation were firebrand. We have a constitution, sir. It allows us to reorganize the federal government every election. Well, why don't you tell the people in California that voted in Proposition 187 and then had a federal ju judge who uh, wanted to it? indulge his whims, throw it out, claiming it was based on constitutional law when it's just something he made up out of whole cloth. Well... Where's your recourse you. to the law then when you... I'll tell you where the recourse is. It's in the U.S. Supreme Court. That's where the recourse is. That's what I'm trying to point out. There's always recourse. Okay. It's, it's built into the system. That constitution that you claim to hold so dear, read it. Oh, I've read it quite well, and obviously you haven't. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Um, see, that's a crock. That's... That's the, the, the typical, hopeless, we-can't-do-anything speech. Bull. Bull crap. That's just not true. And uh, if a federal judge does something you don't like, then you take it to a higher court. You know, I, I think these people who wield the Constitution and uh, lash the federal government with it themselves have not read it that carefully. You do have recourse. It's, it's called the U.S. Supreme Court, highest court in the land. We'll be right back.
Coast to Coast AM sure sounds great in the middle of the night. But you know, you don't have to be nocturnal to enjoy this amazing show. The Coast Insider is your key to a normal life. For 15 cents a day, you can wake up refreshed knowing that last night's show is waiting for you with podcasting. Listen on your way to work and again on the way home. Or listen to one of over a thousand archived shows from the past three years. As a member, you'll have access to our monthly live chat sessions with George Nouri and special guests. The Coast Insiders Club is a must-have feature for all Coast to Coast AM listeners. Visit coasttocoastam.com to sign up today. You'll sleep like a baby, knowing you'll never miss your favorite guests and topics ever again. Remember, a one-year subscription comes out to only 15 cents a day. Sign up today at coasttocoastam.com. Looking for the truth? You'll find it on Coast to Coast AM. You know, in the days of our parents, they never would have questioned government. Nowadays, people are beginning to say, you know what, something's wrong. I'm not happy with this. I mean, what's going on here? Why are they so obsessed with trying to control us? Well, I personally think there are tremendous numbers of people out there who know they're not being told the truth, and no one is talking to us, so we need to help each other. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. On the first time caller line, you're on the air. Yeah. Hello. All right, I am, a, I am the chairman of Tri-State Militias. You're the chairman of Tri-State Militias. Uh, all yes, right, and absolutely the largest networking group in America. And where are you located? I'm in New Mexico. In New Mexico, and uh, yes. chairman of Tri-State Militias. All right. Yeah, uh, you had John Parsons, the head of my CIC, on during the big flare-up over the idiots going to the border to defend it. I remember that well, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All righty, I want to hit this. Hit it. You know, I, because of work restrictions, I've had to listen intermittently tonight. All right. But the one thing that has to be understood is this. All right, look, uh, I'm going to have to ask you, head of the tri-state militias or not, to turn your radio off, please. Okay, hold on. It's right. outside, actually. I'll wait. Hold on. All right. Uh, so this should be worthwhile. This is the uh, the head of the tri-state militias, and uh, we're going to find out which three states constitute the tri-state uh, malicious, and then we'll go from there and we'll try and ask him uh, uh, his view of what's going on up near a place called Justice. All right, are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Garden, I know you've hit this point all night long. All right, I, I just want to establish a couple more things, um, and that is wh what constitutes, what, what, what are the three states that constitute the tri-state malicious? It's three states of mind, God, family, and country. Well, that's... Nationwide organization. Networking about a thousand commands together. A thousand uh, militia commands? Yes. All right. Okay, I think what really needs to be hit here tonight, and you have hit it, but I'm afraid it's going to get lost in the discussion, is that these individuals in uh, Montana are not being charged for their political beliefs. That's right. They are not being charged for their Freeman activities. They are being charged for what is clearly criminal activity. Right. And what I think these people and anyone who is emulating them across country need to understand, 
that if it's my wife or my daughter that you wave a gun under their nose and attempt to get them to cash a phony check, mm -hmm. the FBI is going to be the least of your problems. I hear you. Now look, folks, we made a promise. There'd be no more Wacos. And the militias in this country stand behind that. But let's look at what, what made us angry about Waco. The things that made us angry about Waco were the warrants were sealed until after everything was over. These warrants haven't been sealed. They've released them. We know what they're charged with. Two, we were, they were denied access to anybody except the FBI and no way to talk to the press. They have full access to the press. They don't want to talk to the press. The FBI, and I think primarily because of the work of the patriots across this country, are handling this thing in the best way that they can. I, I really believe that. I know there are going to be some inside my own movement who label me a traitor just for saying that. But, guys, we're winning here. The pressure we put on them has changed the way they're doing business. Uh, there's One. reports out that there's military on the ground. That's not true. We have a man right. on site. Right. Uh, look, what I'm afraid of here is one big, terrible, tragic mistake. And I, I got a fax a little while ago from a militia group down in Texas saying we're packing up, we're on the way, uh, coming to your aid. Uh, why don't you talk to that group and other groups like it that might be thinking of doing that? Okay, we've been doing that ever since this situation started. Uh, we've hit the so-called Patriot Networks radio shows, things like that. We're telling them loud and clear, fellas, this is a bunch of crooks. Regardless of their political beliefs, this is a bunch of crooks. The FBI was asked to come in by state officials. These people weren't indicted by Janet Reno or Patriots. These people were indicted by a grand jury made up of citizens of Montana. You know, let me ask you about something. Did you ever uh, see a movie called The Bedford Incident? No, I never have. Never have. It was about a, um, um, a crew of a, a ship and a captain who had his crew so keyed up and was constantly going at them 24 hours a day, constantly going at them, constantly going at them, and keeping them right on the very ragged edge, uh, peacetime, uh, Cold War conditions. And at the very end of the movie, uh, the captain was in a discussion with somebody up on the bridge, and he said something about, well, if they do this, then we'll fire one. And the guy over on the, on the console, you know, was sweat pouring off his face. He said, fire one! And hit the button. And off she went. And I worry that some of these patriot groups are so fired up, so uh, fed with um, uh, uh, paranoid faxes, and I get them, so I know what they are. Sure, garbage. Uh, that somebody's going to reach out there and, uh, and go, fire one. And something awful is going to happen. That's what I'm trying to stop. Okay, actually, Art, let me be real honest with you. Got folks, we have folks on the fringe of this movement who are hollering fire one all the time. Yeah, I know. And now, really and truly, the, you know, the Patriot community is very, very responsible. We do have these loud mouths out here, but for the most part, everybody but the press ignores them. Uh, well, I had one on the show a little while ago. Well, I, I, listening to him, I think he's probably a baby Freeman. Newly introduced, he does not understand the philosophy. Yeah. Did, uh, did you happen uh, to hear the first hour of the program when the yes, free men called in? Yes, and that's exactly what you run into. You know, you, how many times did you have to keep bringing him back to the subject? It's almost a high priest syndrome where they come down and they sprinkle you with water and they give you a half a dozen Latin legal terms and your bulletproof son go out and sin no more.
Uh, well, or, or, you know, there is coming the new world order, and that eclipses. L listen, can you hold on during a break? Yes, sir. All right, thank you. Please hold on. Uh, leader of the tri-state uh, militia group, a uh, great big group, by the way, it sounds. There's something to say to all of you out there, and it's something you ought to hear. The trip back in time continues with Art Bell hosting Coast to Coast AM. More Somewhere in Time coming up. Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. I've got the leader of the Tri-State Militia on the phone with me, and here's a fax I got, and I'm going to read it, and uh, we'll talk about what kind of mind this comes from. Art Bell, you were asked if there were Hispanic militias or black militias, etc. Have you ever heard of Asian gangs, the Jewish Anti-Defamation League, La Raza, Nation of Islam, Crips or Bloods? Only difference between them and the Freemen is Freemen don't have the support and financial backing of the government. It's about time whites started fighting back. Rod in multicultural cesspool, California. Now, what kind of a mind does that come from? Boy, you got me. We deal with these people all the time. To address that issue, the gentleman who called in said that uh, he'd like to have some minority folks call in. I'm not about to call these guys and wake them up, but uh, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, the head of the Ohio militia is, is nationally famous. He's black. My 3rd Brigade commander in my home state is Hispanic. Uh, you know, uh, admittedly, there are folks out there who have every, it seems that every losing cause in America has done their best to attach themselves to the militias. And the thing is that the militias are here for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to make sure that the Constitution remains the supreme law of the land, both for the citizens and the government. But that doesn't include the ability to say, driver's license? I don't need one. A license plate? I make my own. Income taxes? I don't pay them. And then when you question them about it, they say, one world government. Well, I, I think, you know, the one world government thing is something we're going to have to live with as, as we continue to hear the global this, the global that, you know, with Congress now considering a tax on United States citizens to support the U.N., things like that. Yes, sir, I know it is a problem, uh, and I recognize, but it's not a global BS excuse for every law you want to break. 
Well, this is the terrible part about this whole common law. See, in, inside the militia movement, we refer to the freemen and those types as writ writers. It's a derisive term. Writ writers. writers. And, uh, the oh, thing writers. Is, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, and... Uh, the thing is, is that uh, the common, the whole thing of the common law court was probably a good idea, but what it is degenerated into is we all meet down at the truck stop. Yeah. We write out warrants on the back of truck stop napkins for militia leaders and county sheriffs, and we get our buddies on who's the judge to appoint twelve of our other friends to be jurors to forgive us legal debts which we willfully entered into. And it's a terrible shame because I think the common law experiment was probably a good one. Well, because it undermines the whole concept, actually. Yes, it does. It becomes a self-serving. Uh, one of the other board members of Tri-State attended one of these meetings in Texas and simply asked him, have you ever ruled against yourself? Hmm. Interesting question. And, uh, but the horrible part is, is that these folks go off doing these things that alienate mainstream America. They do these things that, that are absolutely against the law. They issue warrants for militia leaders, but when they get their tail in a crack like they are now because of criminal behavior, and they start screaming, the militia is going to come help us. Oh, I'm sorry. This, if, if the militias are forced to deploy because of tyrannical government, I can assure everyone out there it's not going to be over bad checks. I thank you, my friend. Yes, sir. And I would like to, if I could, Art, uh, we have an excellent organization. People are welcome in it, and the only litmus test is you have to have the faith in that Constitution. And would it be possible to give out our 800 number? No, I can't do it. Uh, uh, only because if it should be wrong, and I have no way at this hour of checking it out, uh, we, we'd be in a libelous condition because... Uh, or a, Okay, I, I understand. Would it be possible sometime during this next hour to give your fax number? Um, I'll give my fax number right now, so turn up your radio. All right? Oh, all right. Bart, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you uh, for your call. Uh, glad to give my fax number, and while I'm at it, uh, let me tell you, do not send any more than three pages, because my fax machine, intentionally, for my own protection and that of the forests of America, <laughs> digests everything into memory before it prints, and if it is in receipt of more than three pages, it erases it and never prints it, and I never see it. So, you know, people call me up and say, oh, didn't you get my fax? And I'll say, well, what was it about? And I'll say, no. And I'll say, well, then how many pages was it? Well, it was 21. Well, my fax machine won't print that. So do not send, including cover, any more than three pages, or it just never prints. But my fax number is area code 702 702-727-8499. 702-727-8499. Eighty-four ninety-nine. Then this art. I wonder. I wonder, wonder if the million-dollar bounty the free men are offering is paid by one of their certified checks, or maybe it's in the form of goods valued at one million. In other words, TV cameras and stuff like that. <laughs> Wild card line. You're on the air. Thank you very much. Hold on, let me turn off my radio. Yes, oh, by all means, get that done. Okay. Well, is this Art? Yes. Well, the only my one name here. is Mark from California. Mark of California. And I am a Jewish, sovereign, freeman, militiaman. You are? Yes, sir. That's quite a title. Mark of California, Well, I'm trying freeman, to get it all in there. Sovereign, militiaman. 
Yeah, and I have I know exactly what these guys are doing up there you because do. I actually, according to the last gentleman who I do know, uh, at least by name and voice, <laughs> I guess I'm one of these writ writers. You're a writ writer. Yes, sir. This country is based on law. Is that correct? Uh, well, way to no, fight... no, 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 no. The laws are supposed to be based on the Constitution. No, sir. And why not? Excuse me. And You're they're, absolutely yeah. off base. I am, I know. Yeah, just like the... the well, if, of... if, if there is a law that is regarded by individuals or states uh, or groups as being unconstitutional, we have the right to challenge it through the system of courts set up to receive those challenges, okay. including, uh, finally, the U.S. Supreme okay. Court. The first thing you have to do is you have to go into jurisdiction of law. And what these guys are doing up there is the best thing that could happen to this nation. And the reason is, now, their foibles on religion, they, they, what they want to call them, is, as long as they don't come into my neck of the woods and I don't have to deal with whether they want to be white, Christian, uh, whatever, that's fine. They're only going to affect their local area. Here in California, we have a, a, a burgeoning sovereign community that is going out and reclaiming this country through law. But you have to understand that, that the Constitution is not this, this document that, that everything in the world falls under. And when you under, start to understand what the Constitution is, it is a limitation document. It is supposed to limit the federal government to 10 square miles of land in, in a few territories, a few arsenals and, um, and magazines and some ports. For naval vessels. That's it. Oh, would you think that would include the modern definition of uh, defense of this nation as it is now? Well, if you're talking about a standing army, no. But if you're talking about a, uh, a navy, yes. And if you're talking about how the states themselves, and the tri-state militia is a great example, but the states themselves were supposed to take on the defense of the people, by the people, and for the people. All right, well, let's, let's back up a little bit. You declared yourself to be, in effect, one of these three men, though, in California. Yeah, I've, I've been using the, the comptroller warrants. Uh -huh. I are, know how they work. Are you prepared to go up and uh, defend these uh, three men in Montana? Hey, you... these guys can defend themselves. Uh -huh. you, know, you know, have you ever played that game Go? <laughs> you know, the FBI's been watching their place for three years. Yeah. And so the FBI just didn't waltz in there. Yeah. They, they know, they've known about these guys. Yeah. I got a call from the FBI of Montana myself. And, and, and so they knew what I was doing, and they knew what they were doing. And if they were doing anything illegal, from what I heard, the, the very first charge, I had to write it down, the very first charge that they charged them with was criminal cynicism. Crim criminal what? Cynicism. There's no such charge. Sir, they, they had to drag out of a, of a uh, 1945 uh, law book. There's it's, criminal conspiracy, not cynicism. Cynicism, sir, you, you can't be charged for an attitude. On, uh, the, AB, on the news, on the radio, because I listen to talk radio, KSFO, then they came out with this charge, and the reason I knew about it is because I just watched Leroy and his tape of his, of his people up there talking about the financial instruments that they use to try and take back this country. And for the last two hours, I've been listening to you bash these guys, but you don't even know, uh, you don't even know about uh, what law merchant is. And I'm sure you don't know the UCC code. 
And I'm sure you don't know that, that this country is, is based on not only commercial law, which is civil law, it's also based on common law, the right of the citizen to govern himself. Ah, uh, to make his own license plates? Why would you even need a license plate? To, uh, to uh, throw away his license, say, I don't need a license to operate on the roads? Wait a minute, a license is only for a taxi cab. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. To issue million-dollar rewards for uh, public officials? If you have a lien Bounties? against the government for $100 million, <laughs> why can't you put out a million-dollar <laughs> reward? Yeah, you're just like the guy that he talked about writing out writs on the back of napkins. Have a good night, sir. This is really dangerous. You've got a lot of people around with attitudes like this fellow, and you've got a very dangerous situation. But I thought, interestingly, the bottom line was, you're going to rush to the raid. Well, no, they can, they can handle their own situation. Let them write their own writs. <laughs> I'll be my own writ writer. First time caller line, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir, you're on the air. Yes, uh, want to speak to Art? That's me. Oh. Yeah, I'm uh, down here in Tampa, Florida. Yes, sir. And there's a lady here in Tampa, Florida. She's a uh, she uh, is the editor and publisher of a uh, newspaper that deals uh, with uh, uh, a judicial corruption. Mm -hmm. And she got very interested in this case up in Montana. Mm -hmm. She drove up there. Yeah. And in fact, the matter is, the only people that she was scared of, what she told me, was the people in the town. And, and she had some problem. Uh, the uh, the Freeman didn't want to allow her to interview them, and finally they did. She spent three days there, and she came back. She was she, afraid of the people of the town? Uh, she was more afraid of the people in the town. They didn't appreciate her being there investigating. I see. Um, and she's got altogether a different story, and the story she's got to tell, Yes. there evidently is some extensive judicial corruption in that town. Really? It involves the county attorney, who's in. Uh, he's the CEO for the phone company up there. He yeah, owns the yeah, bank. The, the way I understand it, uh, well, maybe he does own the bank. Oh, now I see the connection. See, these guys uh, apparently lost their farms, not because anybody came rushing in in the middle of the night and took them away, because they couldn't pay. Well, anyway, this so, woman's husband, in fact, uh, when we go off the air, I'd like to give you the phone number, because this lady is no, no, there's nobody here reporter. There's nobody here to take any number. Uh, I'm the only one here. So well, could I give you the number on the air? No, you can't. Uh, oh. You can fax it to me if you want. But anyway, but anyway it's criminal syndicalism, and this ah. woman's husband, William... Oh, that's different, sir. That, that's uh, that's a, a syndicate, in effect, uh, not, not cynicism. There's no such thing as criminal cynicism. Syndicalism. Yeah, well, that's different. Okay, and Nick Marion was on Primetime Live, ABC, and he bragged how there was... That these people, there was no crime that they uh, that they committed, so they created the crime... The syndicated uh, uh, syndicalism, or whatever, wow. and uh, this this particular statute was repealed in Montana 25 years ago. All right. Well, I appreciate it. You go ahead. You give me that fax number, and uh, I'll follow up, and I'll contact her. However, uh, the crimes that I've heard that are charged are um, very uh, common crimes. Uh, you cannot go around writing bad checks. You cannot go around... Uh, being your own law, in other words, 
uh, uh, going and uh, saying there is hereby a lien of $100 million against federal government for doing the following. And uh, now we're going to begin writing checks on the bank that we have created, the Bank of the Freeman, and, um, and then start to write checks that uh, bounce. You ought not go out and hold shotguns on network television camera crews and steal their cameras. That's a real crime. That's an actual, real, chargeable offense. Criminal activity. So, maybe I'm being criminally cynical here, <laughs> but that is the way I read it, uh, that there is actual criminal uh, activity going on. Coast to Coast AM sure sounds great in the middle of the night. But you know, you don't have to be nocturnal to enjoy this amazing show. The Coast Insider is your key to a normal life. For 15 cents a day, you can wake up refreshed knowing that last night's show is waiting for you with podcasting. Listen on your way to work and again on the way home. Or listen to one of over a thousand archived shows from the past three years. As a member, you'll have access to our monthly live chat sessions with George Nuri and special guests. The Coast Insiders Club is a must-have feature for all Coast to Coast AM listeners. Visit coasttocoastam.com to sign up today. You'll sleep like a baby, knowing you'll never miss your favorite guests and topics ever again. Remember, a one-year subscription comes out to only 15 cents a day. Sign up today at coasttocoastam.com. Get a new view of the world with Coast to Coast AM. First of all, I want to just thank you for bringing everyone out here to Cornucopia of just phenomenal knowledge. I don't know of anyone else that I've ever listened to in radio that just fills my brain and stimulates me. But, you know, I was listening to the show, and I thought to myself, do you think, George, the common citizen such as you or I really has any hope towards the future of any privacy or anything else? I think we do. I think eventually so many people will see the light, see what you see, see what I see, that eventually they're going to say enough is enough. And I think that we do have a future, and we're going to win in the long run. It's going to be bumpy along the way. It's not going to be easy, but we will get there. That's my take, and you know what? As long as I can continue on the airwaves and tell people this, I shall. You're listening to Art Bell, Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. East of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Well, hiya, Kentucky. Hello there. East of the Rockies here, Oklahoma. Yes, sir. Um, one of your callers last night gave you a little bit of incorrect information on that lunar eclipse. I know. It's going to be visible mainly in the eastern portion of the U.S. as a full eclipse. Right. And in the west uh, to a lesser degree as you move west. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to rise in totality. Oh, now, you guys out on the West Coast aren't going to get to see it. I know. It's... We're always cheated out of everything. Elections, comets. <laughs> full... Oh, I don't know. Full, full it's moon. been raining for three days here, so we haven't seen any comets. <laughs> 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 but, 
it ought to be pretty good that day. Uh, uh, something about that day that's neat, if, if you're in a position to see it, is to stand where you can view each horizon because the sun will rise or the sun will set and the moon will rise uh-huh. at exactly the same time on April 3rd. And the moon, of course, will be rising in totality. Well, that, that, ought to be, that ought to be something to see. Yeah. And those, uh, those guys up in Montana ought to get out and look at the night skies and calm down. The rest of the country ought to do it, too. Well, they've got big skies out there. They've, they've got good, clear skies. But, boy, there's nothing calm about what's going on. Uh, certainly not. Just a mess. It is. And I hope that everybody listened carefully to that uh, tri-state militia leader in New Mexico because this is, uh, you know, I, I, I can see what's going to happen here. This is building, coming to a head, number one national story now, and there are militias around the country, and a lot of them are on the edge, as I described, and they're going to start moving toward Montana, and the FBI is trying their damnedest to wait. One of the factors that made a move in congressional hearings, we know it's true, in Waco was the fact they heard people were headed their way with guns. Well, all we can hope for is that we don't get a repeat of a couple of hundred years ago. You know that little shot heard around the world that nobody knows where it came from? That's right. No, that's, that's right. That's all it'll take. Uh, that's all it'll take. And even if it's something uh, like this, which does not deserve a shot heard around the world, uh, the shot might be made and it would... So that's what I'm trying to do this morning, I guess, is to educate everybody. Listen carefully the shots you hear, you know. That's true. Uh, listen, uh, act carefully. Understand the banner that you're raising before you raise it with your gun and go off marching. That's, that's very true. Does that make sense to you? Hey, it makes sense to me. Well, good. If it makes sense in Oklahoma, then it ought to make sense just about anywhere. Well, I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend. You have a good night. Take care. Oklahoma, center of the country. Kind of like Peoria. Maybe I'd invite Peoria. If it makes sense in Peoria, or plays, excuse me, that's playing that you do in Peoria, right? Then it ought to play just about anywhere. Anyhow, that's what we're talking about. There are other stories I'm following, and I'll try and update those for you after the news. The trip back in time continues with Art Bell hosting Coast to Coast AM. More Somewhere in Time coming up. Somewhere in time. 
tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM from March 27, 1996. You're listening to the largest live overnight talk radio program in America and beyond. Actually, in the world. That's the truth. And I'm glad to be here. My name's Art Bell. It's been a little bit like a war zone this morning, but interesting. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi. I guess not. Wildcard line, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, calling from Anchorage. Yes, sir. Doesn't it just make sense that uh, the people who would find it hardest to see a conspiracy are those who are a part of it? Oh, I uh, I suppose you would say that those who are part of it uh, wouldn't uh, w- would not acknowledge it. They they would probably ridicule others that uh, who saw a conspiracy, wouldn't you think? Well, there are those who see a conspiracy at every turn. Um, you know, we're a nation of corporate politicians. Well, we're a nation of business, yes, and so corporations have a um, corporate very, politicians, very prominent. But, yes, yes, corporate politicians, but, politicians, so. politicians who pay attention uh, and give more weight to corporations and to business uh, interests in general. Uh, and rightfully pay a lot of attention, not exclusive attention, but a lot of attention to those with power and money. We are a nation moved by those with power and money, and yet uh, a nation that still allows more individual freedom than any other that I know of. You know, there's, a, there's one thing that bothers all these corporate politicians. When you start talking about the subject of uh, honest elections and, and counting the ballots at the precincts instead of putting them in a machine so that the computer counts them, they get real nervous. Every one of them does. Really? It's, it's, just, it's just not tell a, me, a politically it, correct thing yeah, to yeah, talk about. Tell me something. No, we'll talk about it. I don't mind. We'll talk about anything. You think this last um, a series of um, a Republican primaries across the country was vote fraud? I think that... Uh, that's a that is a straight question. It deserves a straight answer. I, I'm, I'm saying that the people, if the, if the politicians are sold out, then the whole system is sold out. I'll try it again. Do you think this last series of Republican primaries was vote fraud? Well, I, it could well have been. Could have been? I can't say that it was, but, it could, do you, but do you, one thing we'd know for sure, we'd know it wasn't fraud if if we counted the ballots at the precinct. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, in a lot of states, sir, and localities, they were so counted. Pardon me? In a lot of states and localities, they were so counted. They should be counted everywhere that well, way. Well, but if the allegations, and I know exactly where you're coming from, and you know I know, uh, if uh, your allegations were uh, had any substance to them, then in many, many areas where they were, in fact, hand-counted, uh, there should have been... Uh, at least a very significantly different outcome, or uh, uh, an outcome that would have uh, shown more votes for Patrick, How many places for Patrick Buchanan. Counted? For Patrick Buchanan, many, many. Well, what percentage? Um, I couldn't give you a percentage. Many. No, I, I no know that. Could, but they should be a hundred percent. Well, look, they should be. There's, you don't put them in a machine and say the machine that our our our. Our corporate politicians will uh, make sure everything comes out right. Tell me something. You think Pat, Pat Buchanan was cheated out of the nomination by vote fraud, sir? 
I think Patrick Buchanan is as phony as the rest of them. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Then um, if they're all phony, what difference does it make? <laughs> if, if, if the election is phony, what difference does it make whether I vote or not? <laughs> Goodbye. You know, um, so not only then is the electoral process itself, the election process itself, a fraud, but as far as you're concerned, all of the, uh, there were a lot of Buchanan supporters who thought vote fraud. So that's, that's why I was saying that angle. So I threw that name out. He said, oh, he's a fraud, too. So as far as he's concerned, all the candidates are frauds, uh, and the election is a fraud. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't see a conspiracy around every uh, political corner that you obviously see one behind. Yeah, that's true. I, I certainly don't. Uh, let's see. I've got a couple things I've got to get done, so I better get to doing them. I, I, I'm very familiar with that argument, and if you really got right down to it, he is the one he was talking about. He sees conspiracy behind every single corner. Wildcard Line, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Kim, Southern California. Good morning. You know, Arthur, I thought that our government was based on a system of checks and balances. So it is uh, supposed to be, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that guy needs to go back to, like, eighth-grade history. I mean, he claims to be so educated, but that's something I learned in the eighth grade. You know, and it's beautiful the way our government keeps its balance and meets out justice with the most equity possible. You know what I mean? Nothing's perfect. Our, our system of justice and courts uh, and uh, constitutional law is not perfect. Um, everybody knows that. Everybody knows you've got to keep a carefully cocked eye, uh, not a cocked gun, cocked eye, <laughs> On, on the U.S. government and what they do, state government, local governments. Um, but somehow that has been perverted uh, you know lately to mean it's time to go to war. Well, yeah, it's like they've fallen prey to this like demon of paranoia that's snaking its way through our country. They're weak-minded. Demon of paranoia snaking its way through the country. You've got that right. I know. You know, and you want to know what this whole New World Order thing smacks up to me? Mm. McCarthyism. Only now this time, it's the citizens looking for every little boogeyman in every bush of the federal government, you know, ready to jump out at them and take away their driver's license or whatever. Well, their driver's license or, their, you know, their license plates or, the, you know, the fact that they couldn't uh, pay their mortgage and their farm got taken away, and so it's the One World Order. Yeah. What a bunch of crap. Yeah, well, don't shoot, vote. Yeah, that's exactly right. Thank you very much. Look, listen to this. The following paragraphs are excerpts from an AP article that showed up on my service. Jordan, Montana, AP. Montana neighbors want militants out, or if you're up near the Canadian border, out. Residents who had dismissed the Freeman as kooks or freeloaders began to get angry in 1994 when the group refused to pay taxes and bank loans, refused to move off foreclosed property, threatening to arrest or shoot neighboring ranchers who grazed their sheep and cattle on the land. Before the FBI arrived, many people thought the ranchers would have to take matters into their own hands. The Freeman's cause has attracted right-wing militia members from outside the area, worrying and angering townspeople. So when the FBI finally, and finally is the word everybody used, moved against them Monday, the overwhelming reaction here was relief. At a community hall meeting Wednesday, 
about three dozen ranchers, some still wearing muddy coveralls smeared with blood from calving barns, delivered a blunt message to outside militia groups that want to join the standoff. You are not wanted. You are not welcome. Seem clear to you? Well, it seems like government propaganda to me, Art. Wildcard line, you're on the air. Uh, Charlie, liberal in California. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Um, how do you think we got to this point uh, concerning the uh, divisions between those um, military types on the far right? And well, you've been a lot of help people. yourself. Oh, well, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean um, that you're so far out over on the other side that you pushed people. Well, well, come. My my thing is this, okay? This is a this is a country of law and order, and I believe that any that even if you're on the far right, you have a right to say whatever you want. You can criticize the government, but when you start endorsing violence, you know you can say, you know, I hate Bill Clinton. I think Bill Clinton is a lousy president, so forth and so on. But when you say, you know what, I think we should blow Bill Clinton's head off, or we should march into Washington D.C. and start hanging congressmen, then that's when you crossed right. over the line. Way over. And I think that for some reason, I don't know when it happened, but there are more and more of these people who have made the decision to cross the line. And I don't think that that's our fault. I don't think, you know, I've worked for the federal government for... Um, I know, Charlie, and you're calling for reason now, and that's fine. That's what I've been doing all night. But the, the problem, Charles, is that you're so damn far over the line on the other side that you have pushed people that you're complaining about. Probably. Well, maybe you may, see, because I don't follow you how I put... How individuals like myself push people. Maybe you can give me a, well, a I would clear be, example. I, oh, I could give you so many examples that, that people would throw up out there. I, I could do a montage of your calls in the past. Well, I, I can't recall ever. <laughs> maybe you can give me an... Uh, I mean, if, you, if you got that many, then maybe you can give me one. You know? Uh, oh, Charles. You know, all, all I'm, all oh, I'm saying is oh, that I've called... Oh, Charles, of he would fight with anybody else's blood, but not himself. Look, I've called in the past, and I've said, yes, if someone, if someone uh, is collecting a large amount of weapons, yes, they should be investigated. Yes, if they that's decide right. to draw those weapons... Oh, Charles, oh, Charles, of the people at Waco got what they deserved. Oh, uh, you know something, you know something... I mean, you wanted examples. I could go on. You know something? Those... There are people, when people decide to, to declare war on the government, let's not forget, those, they were the guys who blew up those federal buildings. They were the guys, like Linda Thomas, who decided... That's to, Thompson, make, Thompson, Charles. Who decided to make those radical, uh, in my opinion, terrorist statements. They were the guys who drew first blood. As far as I'm concerned, you know, this reminds me of what was happening during the time of the Civil War when those, uh, when those radicals in the South were trying to blame the Federals. This is not the Federals' fault. They are the ones who started this. They are the ones who continue to press this issue. These guys are, these guys are right now in that building refusing to come out, but they are the ones who said they're going to, hey, you know what, let's go out and start killing federal uh, killing officials in, uh, in, this, in their state. If All they right. haven't said that, Ch Charles, they would be in that building right now. Charles, I really can't do this. I know too much of your history. Uh, stay right where you are. I'll uh, find somebody for you here. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Now, what I would like is a free man or free man sympathizer to debate Charles. Should be educational, and if not, at least entertaining. 
What do you think? <laughs> so, if you are a free man or a free man sympathizer, and I know there's lots of you out there because I've sure been getting lots of calls, call me now on any other line you can get through on. Everybody else hang up. I want a free man or a free man sympathizer to debate Charlie. Any other line. Everybody else hang up because I'm going to screen calls and you'll just be wasting your money. So any, any line you can get through on, I want a free man, maybe even the one who called earlier, one who said that China was the freer place. Or somebody, uh, uh, somebody else who would like to uh, represent uh, the free man a group uh, more accurately, if you thought that was not accurate. Call now on any line. I will screen the calls during this uh, coming commercial set, and we'll put you on the air with Charlie. And uh, as I said, if it's not informative, it's bound to be entertaining. <laughs> Coast to Coast AM sure sounds great in the middle of the night. But you know, you don't have to be nocturnal to enjoy this amazing show. The Coast Insider is your key to a normal life. For 15 cents a day, you can wake up refreshed knowing that last night's show is waiting for you with podcasting. Listen on your way to work and again on the way home. Or listen to one of over a thousand archived shows from the past three years. As a member, you'll have access to our monthly live chat sessions with George Nuri and special guests. The Coast Insiders Club is a must-have feature for all Coast to Coast AM listeners. Visit coasttocoastam.com to sign up today. You'll sleep like a baby, knowing you'll never miss your favorite guests and topics ever again. Remember, a one-year subscription comes out to only 15 cents a day. Sign up today at coasttocoastam.com. Looking for the truth? You'll find it on Coast to Coast AM. You know, in the days of our parents, they never would have questioned government. Nowadays, people are beginning to say, you know what, something's wrong. I'm not happy with this. I mean, what's going on here? Why are they so obsessed with trying to control us? Well, I personally think there are tremendous numbers of people out there who know they're not being told the truth, and no one is talking to us, so we need to help each other. The new version of the Coast to Coast AM app is here, now available for Android as well as iPhone. For Coast Insiders, it offers the ability to download the most recent shows so you can listen to them at your leisure. The new app also has listen live and streaming features, plus recaps, contacts, and upcoming show info. Coast Insiders with Android System 4.0 and above or iPhone. Check out our new app at the Google Play or iTunes stores or link from the Coast website. Somewhere in Time with Art Bell continues, courtesy of Premier Networks. Okay, um, I'm continuing to screen calls now, uh, and uh, we'll see if we can find somebody who would like to uh, debate Charles. Are you a Freeman sympathizer? Yep. Yep. Uh, where are you? Newhall, California. Newhall? Is that correct? Yes. Uh, what is your first name? David. David. And, uh, David, uh, what, uh, what is it that, uh, uh, that you believe with regard to the Freeman? Well, first of all, that he, uh, 
constitution sets about three levels of authority over this government. Okay, can you get closer to your phone or something? You're... Sure, hold on a second. Okay, the constitution sets about three levels of authority over this government. It sets about federal, state, and the commonwealth. All right, all right, hold on. You sound like the right guy. So you you, you win the prize here. Um, Whoopi. All right, Whoopi is right. All right, uh, Charles, are you there? Charlie? Uh, wait a minute here. Uh, there he is. Charlie, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Charlie? Charlie? No, this no, is... Wait, wait a minute. Uh, hold on here. Let's see if we can get this all straight. Uh, let's see. Charlie, I guess you're here, aren't you? Yes. You are. All right. Yes. Um, all right, then. Let's see. Here is your debater. Um, gentlemen, it's all yours. Yes, I was simply saying that uh, no society, no society can allow violent protest. We're a free society. We can allow we can allow people to say whatever they want to say as long as they don't get into the violent end of it. But when they start reaching that point and we allow it, our society will collapse. There is no question about that. The fact is that the ultimate authority over this country is the people itself. All right, sir, you're going to have to get you're going to have to get close to your phone and speak up real loud or we're not going to be able to hear you. Okay? Okay, the ultimate authority over this country is not the government. It's the people itself. I agree with that. Okay, Absolutely. in the Constitution, uh, Article 10 of the Bill of Rights sets about three levels of authority. Federal government, state, and then the people. Now, the yes. people, if those officials at the federal government or the state are not acting responsibly, if they're violating the Constitution, the people have a right to take action against that. And who are, let me ask you a question. How, who, who are these people who arbitrarily decided? What if you have a group of 10 people or 50 people who, arbitra who arbitrarily decide? Forget the fact that maybe millions of people think that it's not gotten so bad that uh, we need to pull our guns out, that we, we, we can still go to the voting booth. But you have, say, 50, 60, 100 people who decide arbitrarily that it's gotten so bad that they need to pull out their weapons and start firing on federal officials, start killing city officials, which is what these guys in Montana wanted to do. You're telling me that that is constitutionally covered? I'm telling you you're out of your mind. Constitution itself sets about the uh, punishment for treason. Oh, come on. You tell me where the, the Constitution damn itself Hold sets it about the punishment Hold for treason. Hold it a second. You Jefferson tell... himself Hold set about the you punishment tell... for treason. You tell if, me where in the Constitution. If the people, if Let the me people make my decide point. that you... these people are acting irresponsibly, they have a right, a 1,000 year old right, under common law, to set up a common court in order to try these And things. how the hell? We got to bring them in, don't we? Would... We have to arrest them, don't we? Don't we? People don't have to be arrested right now. Are you telling me that if I threaten the President of the United States, I say, you know what? I'm going to go out, I'm going to blow Bill Clinton's brains out, and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to go in and go into the White House and start hanging U.S. senators, and uh, nobody's going to stop me, and then I start collecting guns at the gap that the U.S. government shouldn't do a damn thing about it? Have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? Have you read the Second Amendment? What is that amendment there for? The men, that amendment do you know, when, there, do you that know why the it, shot it. that was heard around the world was fired? That amendment it wasn't fired because of, of unfair taxation. It wasn't fired because England was running around passing all these laws. It was fired when the, when the English troops 
went down there to take those people's guns. Let me tell you something. You can you can mumble jumble about it all you want. All right, we listen, can hold it. Charlie, with this left Charlie, caller, caller, caller. The fact caller, of the hold matter it. is, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. This is art. This yes, is art. Right. All right. The two of you hold on during the break. All right. <laughs> can you both hold? Sure. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. This is Premier Networks. That was Art Bell hosting Coast to Coast AM on this Somewhere in Time. Constitution of the United States. That's correct. Now, tell me where in the Constitution does it allow Congress, the President, or anybody else to send federal police into Montana? To the federal. Where in the Constitution does it allow them to do that? First of all, when there is this, when there is insurrection in any in any state in this union, oh, it's an insurrection. Let me give you an example. I, I will give you. I will give you a clear example. Do you remember in nineteen in nineteen fifty four, Eisenhower was president of the United States? We're not talking about no, Eisenhower. No, 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 no. You wanted an example. Let me give you. I will give you an example, and this was taken in court. Who shot at up in Montana? I will give you an example. Just tell me who what shot at in Montana. What ha well, I'm giving you the example of it. It's, it's clear and simple. What happened in 1954 is that these black We're students, talking about 1996. No, no, no. We're talking... Let me give you an example. Who have these people shot at? These, pe these, these people have been... Are clearly... Are, are clearly... They are the ones who are... They who set are up a common about, law court. Wait a minute. They are the ones... They set up a common law court, and they tried officials for violating 
their constitutional rights. Oh, come on. Let's get, let's get this straight. We have these guys in Montana have threatened to violently, violently attempt to overthrow officials of that who were, who were duly elected. What is the punishment who were for duly elected, in this country? Who were duly elected. That is a, our system is that if you have a duly elected government official, whether it be a state whether it be a state governor or whether it be a senator, is the way you get them out of office, you either impeach them for wrongdoings or you vote them out. You do not kill them. Who set up that government? Who set, the people of the United States of America set up that government. Okay, so the people set up the government that's working for them, right? That's correct. Okay, now, in, in, uh, the Tenth Amendment says the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited to it to the states or reserved to states and the people. Here's what you can't... And the people. Hold That's it, three hold levels it a of authority. Hold it a second. Here's what you now, can't... Now, the people, those people in that township here's in Montana, Justice Township... Hold it a second. Here's what you can't get through that thick skull of yours. This, we are not talking about the majority of people, of the people of Montana. We We're don't know that. We're no, not no, there. No, no, We're talking it. We, we don't know that. We're not there. These oh, people come are on. on, on oh, on come a, on. A you honestly believe. sitting out there in the middle of nowhere. You're sitting there they telling me that the majority. They the set up a township. They formed a government sitting right there. If you look at the signs that have been on TV, the, the signs say Justice Township, USA. They don't say it's you're like telling me that the majority no, no of people in the state of Montana. Justice Township, you're telling USA. me that the majority of the people of the state of Montana want to kill their public officials. Is that what you're telling me? I'm I telling don't you, think those so. people on Justice Township have said that these people are violating the Constitution you're and they have a right to mind. take them to a common law court a group, and try a, those people this is under a the group Constitution. That does not represent the people of the right, 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 right. Hold it, guys, one at a time. This is a group that in no way, and I dare you, I dare you get on the radio and say that the majority of the people in the state of Montana are in favor of this type of violent activity. That is a bunch of crap. This the is majority a, of people in Nazi Germany was in favor of the Nazi party. They voted them in Does that make the Nazi Party right? It makes any group... Hold it. Any group... Does that make the Nazi Party right? The Nazi... Let me tell you something. The Nazi Party in this country, as long as they don't... As long as they don't We're talk talking about Nazi Germany, Adolf over, Hitler. As long as the Nazi Party in this country does not talk about violently overthrowing our system of government... The Nazi party is welcome in this country just like any other party. But when you start to talk about violently overthrowing our system and actually start making steps to do that, yes, your butt is going to get arrested and taken in, and you should get they arrested They are talking and taken about in. trying people under the Constitution for treason in common law courts, which the Constitution itself you gotta gives them a right to do, to do that. Do. Show me in the Constitution where it says you can't. Oh, that's what these federal guys are doing. They're going in there. The tell me, where, tell me why these guys should the not be arrested. You tell me why these guys should not be arrested. Tell me why anyone who threatens public officials and then starts making steps to do that should not be arrested. Should they be arrested if somebody commits treason and they go after those people? If you commit treason, of course you should be arrested. Who's going like those people? Has somebody like been beating? Hold it. Has somebody like been beating you with a stupid stick or something? Are you? You're, first of all, you sat there you're and you told me left-wing ideals. You're, first you're, of you're all, saying you're, you're going to support the Constitution. First Listen, of all, you sat there and you told me if somebody commits treason, hold it. Can I go and arrest that person? Hold it. First of all, you told me that the majority of people in Montana believe in violently overthrowing. No, I didn't say that at all. That's the left-wing theory, which is absolutely ridiculous. Now you're telling. 
I didn't now tell you nothing me. about the majority of people. I told you the people on that township, on that ranch out there, are supporting what they're doing. Now, I don't give a damn what they're supporting. If you've got a mind, it doesn't, if you've got people who are threatening the United States, either the United States government or, or a state or a state government, our government has not only has the right to uh, take action, they have an obligation to take action because they are protecting not only my interests, they're if protecting your interests. If that government interest. is operating illegally by your own oath, you are obligated to go and arrest the people operating illegally. Uh huh. And you're telling by your me oath. that you read the you're telling me that you a group of say hundred people out of the entire population of Montana, they can sit there and with and, and with their high intelligence decide whether their government is going against them or not, and the federal government should listen to that minority and not the majority of people in Montana who think that the election process in Montana still works. So you're telling me that, th that they haven't proved to you that these people are acting treasonous in, in this area? I don't know. Right. I, I'm Is telling that you that there is enough. There is enough information to take these people in. I, I mean, according me, to your what article of the Constitution it. allows the federal government second. to send according, to, according send to your the FBI in there inside the United States? What article of the Constitution allows the federal government to do that? The, the United the federal it government doesn't. has an it's obligation to act any any time some 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 group tries to violently overthrow either the state or federal government. And for you to sit there and say that's not true is ridiculous. Let me let me say laws something. against the nation. Let me say something else. Our laws on the high seas, such as piracy, felonies committed on the high seas. Those are the only laws that the federal government are allowed to enforce. According, wait a minute. According, they cannot enforce according, any law According to your philosophy, maybe Lee Harvey Oswald shouldn't have been arrested because he thought that the U.S. government had gotten out of control. He thought maybe if I kill, the, kill John F. Kennedy, everything will be cool and dandy. Maybe, maybe Lee Harvey Oswald shouldn't have been arrested. But there's a difference between Lee Harvey Oswald and the free man up here. The difference the is difference? that those free men took these people to court. And no, if no, the, no. If the government wants to, to, to say that's not right, then the government should have appealed their decision to a higher court to begin with. No, 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 not no, no. Send you're telling me that every, down there you're, tell, you're telling me that when, that when some group goes out and threatens, and threatens public officials that the only thing that we can do is take them to court? What threat did they issue? <laughs> we have them on tape threatening public officials. They said that we're going to, at least the way I've heard it, is that they said we're going to bring these people down here, we're going to try them. If they're convicted, we're going to hang them. It's what is the well, punishment you know, for treason under the Constitution? People, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you understand this concept. Do you understand what the Constitution is? I, I think second. it's still enforced. Hold it a second. Hold it a second. I don't know if you understand this concept, but I've been told that hanging people is a violent act, that kidnapping people and taking them to some ranch somewhere and hanging them could be considered, oh, I don't know, violent? There's still a couple of states that allow hanging as punishment, I believe. Not by some, not by some group of people to get together and decide. Oh, you know what? Uh, we've got about 12 people here, and we've uh, we think that uh, Pete Wilson, the governor of California, is a communist. So we're going to go up there and hang him. Are you, are you like crazy or something? He's right are over you, there with you. You know what? And it's national. You know what? You are a perfect example. You are a perfect example. Now tell me where in the Constitution that to deny those people the right. The people that created this country, the people that created this government, this is what you can court. This is what you can't get through your stick. You cannot You can't argue it because you can't point to the Constitution and say they don't have the right to do that. 
When it says right there, they do have the right oh, to do it. Oh, come on. You're telling me. And you're a federal official sitting there. You you're telling me. To support the Constitution. You're telling you me that it says in the Constitution that any little group can get together and decide to kill a public official, and that's perfectly okay. That's what you're telling me right now. No, they can take them to court, and if they are convicted in that court of treason under the Constitution, under those rules which the Founding Fathers set down for being treasonous, then they can punish them exactly as they please. In other, right. words, in other words, if Louis Farrakhan and, say, six of his guys got together and decided, oh, you know what, uh, uh, we, we think Bob Dole, who's on the, who's on the right, uh, is, uh, is a radical uh, Nazi, and so we're going to take him and we're going to hang him, that they have a right to do that according to the Constitution, even though the majority of American people don't think that's true. If they set up the courts in the right way. Out under the common law. You are a 1,000 year old common you law. Are completely all right, all right. On that note of uh, obvious disagreement, I'm going to end this uh, because it is never going to end on its own. Thank you both. That was, uh, in fact, very entertaining. We'll be right back. You're listening to Art Bell Somewhere in Time, tonight featuring Coast to Coast AM. From March 27th, 1996. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Yeah, I'm on the air now. That's true. Okay, this is Mike Basile, I'm a, or Mike out of Missoula. Yes, uh, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to take that out because you started to give me, give me a last name there. Okay. And we're going to start fresh all over again. It's Mike from Missoula, Montana. Montana. Yes, sir, the very state in question. Yes. Well, you're on the air. Okay, I just wanted to say that uh, it sounds like Montana is getting a real bad name, and uh, there's a lot of good people up here, and those people over there east of the mountains over there, it's... Uh, they're doing the time. They're doing the crime. So let them do the time. But there's a lot of caring people up here, and there's an HBO documentary out on Missoula that was filmed in Missoula about a hospice organization, and it shows that there is caring people here in Missoula. Of course there are. And uh, and, and 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 yeah, Missoula, uh, Montana in general is getting a bad rap. You're absolutely right. But you know what, sir? Of all the phone calls, and I've taken zillions of them from the state of Montana this morning. Uh, uh, so far, not one person has come on and said, boy, we're really behind those free men. Everybody has come on and said, thank God the FBI is here. It sure took an awful long time, but we're glad they're here. Yes, I am glad they're here. I hope they take care of this. They did the crime. I hope they have to do the time. I appreciate your call, sir. Thank you. That's Missoula, Montana. Heard from all over Montana this morning. And as I said, so far, all of the um, all of the support for the ideas or ideals or whatever they are of this group uh, have come from elsewhere and without very much uh, intellectual strength uh, uh, buoying them up, I might add. But if you listen to the people from uh, uh, Montana, they're glad the FBI is there. And this is not some great issue of freedom. This is an issue uh, of, a, of a little town, little area where some people have been terrorized, frankly. Wildcard line, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Art. This is Daryl from Portland. Hello, Daryl. Hey, uh, number two in line at your book signing. <laughs> oh, number two in line. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Uh, yeah. that's, that's better than 2,000. No doubt about it. Uh, 
Actually, the reason I was number two is obviously because of the two guys that right up front, the one with the gun and the one with the mace that was kicked out and boosted us up there a little bit. <laughs> but, I know. They said they had a, a basket of guns, a basket of mace, a basket of knives. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. All right, I, I carry a concealed weapon myself and have a license for it, but I, I can also feed. And so when they put the signs out, I put mine in the car. Well, that was the obvious thing to do. And, uh, well, you know, those two guys that were there in line, they, I think they were pretty nice guys. They prob probably uh, meant no harm, but a lot of people were taking taxis and stuff and getting dropped off, and they probably had no place to, to put it. Well, they, uh, the way I understand it, security would, uh, was glad to hold uh, anything like that for them. No, uh, the, the guy, he asked the guy if the, he, he could uh, put it in the security office. Uh, we're standing right there. Yeah. And uh, he said they didn't want to be responsible for any guns or anything like that. I they see. may have took mace or something like that or pocket knife and held on to But them. they didn't want to hold guns, huh? No, they didn't want nothing to do with the guns. Well, I can't say I blame them. Uh, I'm carpooling here with my buddy. We were the carpool guys, and uh, I'd like to hand you over to Bill for a second. Hand me over to Bill, huh? All right, being handed to Bill. Yeah, Art. Yes, Bill. Yeah, hey, I was the third in line right behind Daryl. <laughs> okay. It was excellent. It was excellent. We liked it a lot. Well, I, I, I want to ask you a question about that. I had, uh, I bought the audio book. Yes, sir. And uh, have you signed any of those before that day? No. Um, the only audio books I signed, I signed at the, uh, at the event. I'm the first guy signed. Well, that's back then. That's excellent. That's excellent. Well, hold on to it. Maybe someday it'll be worth the price you paid for it. Well, I'm not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep listening over and over and over. But uh, that was an excellent day. Yeah, I would like to see you back here someday for whatever reason. Well, maybe it'll happen. All right. We'd like to hear that stuff. All right. Take care, my friend. And uh, I'm, I'm glad it was a very enjoyable thing. Of course, nobody could possibly know that it was going to be as big as it was. I sure didn't. It was incredible. Again, uh, I apologize to those who didn't make it in after 4 o'clock when the Convention Center Authority decided they had to close the doors. It was just, you, you have no way of knowing how many people were in there. That was at 4 o'clock. And there were enough people already in the building and snaking their way through the building um, so that I continued to sign books fast as I could until 8.30 at night. So I, again, apologize to those who didn't make it in. I'm sorry about that. Nobody could have anticipated it would be that gigantic. Wildcard Line, you're on the air. Hello. Good morning, Mr. Bell. It's Leonard. Uh, I wish you and your listeners could have <clears throat> been enjoying their <clears throat> selected town like I have tonight. It's really interesting what I've discovered. <clears throat> well, Leonard, you're constantly calling us with new discoveries uh, made via the selected town. Now, let me show you what I've got tonight. The thing that we need to be looking for the most is what is going to bring democide on America like it did Russia. Now, how did you get that out of the selected tenor, Leonard? Because as I was listening to different radio stations, mm -hmm. and I could pick out the different stations, yes. if I was just trying to pick out some certain thing, yeah. Like uh, you got over the air tonight, right. you got a half a dozen different viewpoints of all the same thing. Now, why the difference? And that's where the, where the trouble comes in. Now, when you start using your common sense, why your patriots love you, and when you start rambling off into uh, human reasoning, 
you go around and around and, and they get disgusted with you. Well, that's Leonard, that's just the way it runs sometimes, you know. Sometimes people love me, sometimes they hate me, Leonard. But well, uh, let me try, try to get across what I'm trying to get across to you. Well, you just did. Now, Waco is one thing, and, and this, this other is, one is another. You're damn right, Leonard. Thank you for the, uh, uh, the call. But, uh, frankly, Leonard, I don't give a rat's behind whether people like me or not. I say what I feel. And I will continue to do that, Leonard. And uh, you can select away as you wish. Uh, but you will continue to hear me say exactly what I feel. And sometimes, Leonard, I'm sure you'll feel that, that I'm just making lots of common sense. And other times, Leonard, when you apparently disagree, as my uh, interpretation of your comments would uh, indicate that you just did, you will consider it trash. It's kind of like truth or trash, Leonard, and that's just something you're going to have to learn to live with on God's green earth. East of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, Art. Uh, <clears throat> I want to congratulate you on a very well-written book, and also I want to uh, mention, uh, did you get to catch uh, a tape of Sunday's uh, Mars show on the CBS network? No, but I've had a couple of calls about it, and I hear it was very interesting, and there was one point where uh, a lady astronaut looked over and said something like, oh, my God, or something. Yeah, it was a Russian astronaut yeah. or a cosmonaut or whatever. Right. And uh, everything goes blank. It's right up Richard Holman's alley. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's, I, I had several calls about that uh, before the program. I missed the movie. I'm sorry I did. Maybe somebody will send it to me. That's what, we're, that's what I was hoping you know, to <laughs> reaffirm, <laughs> that you do get a copy. I, I, I don't have a copy yet, so um, I'd, lo mm. I'd love one. If I can find you a coffee, then we'll trade for uh, the uh, without warning. We'll oh, without coffee. warning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. Take care. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you for the call. First time caller line. You're on the air. Hello. Going once, going twice, gone with the wind. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, Art. Hello. Uh, yeah, I was just... Uh... Wishing you'd be a little more open-minded on this legal issue. <laughs> this is uh, this is as open as talk radio gets. Uh, don't worry about my mind. You say what you want to say. Well, uh, just uh, to investigate some of these uh, legal claims that uh, some of these guys are making. Well, the best way to do that is in a real court of law. Well, researching it uh, by going to the law libraries. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, All right. Thank you very much for the call and the little pep talk. Wild card line, you're on the air. We're out of time. You get the honors. You get to say good night, America. Good night, America. Where Where are you saying that from? Portland, Oregon. From Portland, Oregon, and from the high desert. Thank you all. Clock says we gotta go. Good night, America. Good night.